This upcoming podcast is rated M for Mature. We use swearsies and talk about adult stuff. All contents herein are for entertainment purposes only, and all stated opinions, views, and jokes are those of the person making them and should not be taken as any sort of gospel. Listener discretion is advised. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the Utah Outcasts. It's a show. It is. <laughs> it is a show. Uh, and this is episode number 414. If my count is right, if it's not right, fuck you. That's fine. Hi, welcome. If you're new to the show, I, I do stuff like this every once in a while where <laughs> I will just tell people to go F themselves. Uh, we don't care. <laughs> this is for, this is a silly show. This is a silly show for yeah, silly Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't have actual show notes for this episode because I... I was enjoying myself. We'll get to that here in a minute on a Friday night instead of doing podcasty stuff. Right. And I just didn't care to get to it today on a Saturday because I'm like, well, if I've already missed Friday, what difference is it going to be eight hours later? Right. You know, it's fine. So. We're, we got this. We've been doing the show long enough. Yeah. Nearly. Uh, mm, we. This is end of year seven, starting eight. No, this is season eight is the ending of this in June. And we'll be starting season nine. Oh, Man. Damn. So we're allowed a little bit of a wiggle room there. Uh, joining me tonight is Felicia Intwistle. Nope. Uh, Felicia Hart. My bad. Thank you. Oh, sorry. sorry <laughs> uh, joining me uh, once again. It's been a while since yeah. we've had you on the show. Glad to have you back. Thank I know. I'm glad to be back. <laughs> I was really going to get here last week and that didn't happen. <laughs> like, oh my God. It's just, I don't know. Like, time is not the same anymore. And, no. Like, it just doesn't work out the way it used to. <laughs> And it's like, I, st- I still don't have kids. No. I don't know what. Ex- it's a bunch of little things. It's a well, bunch and that's of. Well, that's why we don't have Kyle tonight. He's uh, He's got a kid thing yep. going on. So. Uh, it's, it's, it's a lot of it for a lot of people. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Not going to have kids either. Ooh, speaking of. Did Does you that s- make people mad when you say Yes. That? People get so mad. <laughs> uh, I've had people. Um, oh, I, 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 many, many years ago when I was still married. Uh, I started voice lessons at college and the guy, my teacher first day asks me any kids and I laugh like, ah, that's a silly thing to ask me. And I was like, no. And he's like, what's funny about not about having kids? And I was like, I was just <laughs> laughing about myself, man. Like, um, like, that's not in the cards for me. Yeah. I'm just <laughs> not into that. And he was just like, Hmm. And he, I was like, well, I will He be. was hurt. You hurt his feelings. I hurt his Felicia. feelings that I didn't want kids. Um, but then, like, just today, uh, a lady on Twitter was like, um, she she was saying, she said the quiet part out loud. Yes, unfortunately, guys, we're still hanging out on Twitter because we don't have an alternative for it because I will not be going back to Facebook. No, yeah. I can't. I try. I, I've looked. I've looked back at Facebook. Sorry, we'll go back to your story. But I've looked back at Facebook and I'm just like, this is boomer shit. It's, like, oh, it's bad. And it's, <laughs> it's the ads are overwhelming and like it's impossible to use. Um, I'm sucks. still glad we have an audience there that still updates on our so group su- page that we have. I'm that's like, so sweet. I go check it every once in a while. And I kind of giggle about people sharing things, and I'm like, <laughs> that's never gonna make it on the show. But <laughs> I should try because like I have friends on there and stuff. Oh, like look. good people, but, but that's it. The app itself overwhelms me because they've done so much to it that like. Do you it, remember when they first introduced the timeline and I'm like, well, that's a neat idea. 
And then it became so much more where they tried to like turn forums into things. It's and a whole ass thing now, and it's just pages like pages and all that shit. And I'm just like, this is I overwhelming can't. and sucks, and I hate it. And it, yeah, and it is. It's such it's boomer. It's boomer. <laughs> um, it's so right wing too. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. And like even like you can't avoid it. I don't know. It sucks. I don't like Facebook. Um, still well, on Twitter. I like Twitter because it used to be just like a fart in the wind. You like you Twitter, put something out there, and it's just like ha. Ah, funny thing yeah and then you don't care about it a week later it's uh it's it's gotten real bad <laughs> <laughs> and uh uh i as soon as blue sky comes down i'm i'm out i am out out like hard out uh <laughs> but uh so somebody on twitter just today um they they said the quiet part out loud of like the real reasons people oppose abortion and she was like uh we're not having enough babies and uh so, to take care of old people and i was like there are eight billion people <laughs> i don't need to produce cheap labor for, for your, your power ass. structure yeah. like uh she was she was not old she was like pretty close to either you or me like jesus um and then she seriously said yeah well when you get old, you'll never have social security because you killed the younger generation. Because <laughs> I said I'm not gonna have. You can't what make the me. fuck. Yeah, like they're um like I don't know if you we're know. not gonna have social security because assholes like you are voting in people that are gonna take it away. Right, right. <laughs> has nothing to do with me and not having kids. And also, <laughs> and also, I cannot help but point out again, there are eight billion, eight billion people. There's more than enough people to make sure everyone has to, is taken care of, but borders are not our friend <laughs> in taking care of each other. Um, but like they don't want they don't want immigration, and that's why they're opposed to abortion. Like that's why a lot of them are deeply right. opposed to abortion. Um, also, like anyway, uh, like there was a couple of weeks ago, there was like a pretty big right wing freakout because Pew or was it? Maybe it was last week. Maybe it was last yeah. week. Um, was it Pew somewhere that it released um some polling data about uh millennials and Gen Z and ha not having kids and nearly half of the population within millennials and Gen Z because you can't don't have kids it, and have say that we are not going to yeah half well because what climate are we bringing them into that's a lot of it what it what uh. What structure of a country are we bringing them into? I'm like, well, this this country has become a lot more hateful that's, in the last eight years. That's you the know? thing, right? Is yeah. like, um, like again, and also there's eight billion people. Yeah. Like we don't need, we don't need everyone reproducing. Um, and it's I know that a lot of like a lot of them say they have no intention to have kids, but like if the world was a better place, more people would just have kids, right? Like. That's just the way human beings be. I don't know. Like, uh, not me. I super don't want it. But I mean, I guess I can say not me. I, <laughs> a lot of it is just terror over like, not only the body horror that is pregnancy and childbirth. Right. Like, body horror. A lot of people who are terrified of pregnancy ah, and childbirth. Just go watch some more Cronenberg. <laughs> choose to go. Cronenberg doesn't bother me that much. Oh, he weird? does. He does fantastic body horror, though. God. Um, but like, uh, existence was a good one. I know a lot of people who are legitimately like body horror terrified pregnancy childbirth yeah. and still chose to have kids like they 
they experienced that fear and still chose to do it. Yeah. Um, but like uh there on top of that, there is just the um the way we treat moms in and especially in Utah, but like in society in general, um, how horrible schooling has got to kids. Like there's too much homework. There is no free time for them to like just explore who they are as human beings or to just hang out with their friends, which is an important part of being a person. Thankfully, COVID ruined that. So like my kids don't come home with homework anymore. So, oh, well, that's good. Um, but, like, but they're still not learning a goddamn thing in school worth repeating. It's, you know? Well, and like the educate all oh, like there's just so much focus on tests and college oh yeah it's all standardized tests i've got and it's not my oldest doesn't want to do the tests but right she's still in school so she has to like she she's in one of those schools where it's all done via like uh like like how college is like where you Mm -hmm. are on the app on the computer where you can do things ahead of time as long as you feel like you're you're at that level where you can do them and so she's essentially been done with the school year since february (laughs) <laughs> she's like oh. done everything passed all of her tests and everything so she just goes to school to be like i'm here to socialize i guess <laughs> oh, see that sounds awful and so we let her we, we're we're good parents and let her come late <laughs> some right. days or you know, like, but like I, dad i really fucking hate this teacher can i not go to this <laughs> class and i'm like sure I don't yeah care. <laughs> uh just to me like what like and you you hear from like moms and stuff and just like what they're going through just mm-hmm. to like get kids to to college oh man like I, college I is the new high at, school too that's the weird fucking oh thing my god <laughs> well and like it's bad it's so bad it's so yep. bad it's so bad to be a kid right now and then like you know you'll hear right wingers right you know uh talk about this like there's no unstructured play and stuff it's like so what are you doing to encourage that systemically and they're not nope they they need they need to bitch about it so they can demonize public education, but it's not like private schools are any better about any of this. Nope, my kids go to a all my kids. Well, the the youngest ones go to a charter school. So yeah, like, and I've I've talked about how I've got a teacher there that doesn't think that the moon landing was a real thing, and they're talking about capitalism versus socialism and anarchism. Not even anarchism. Oh, they're but, not uh, going to touch. They're not. They would never dare. Yeah, I, I just laugh because I'm like. Okay, kids, when you want a real lesson, come talk to me. None of this is going to be on your test, but... People (laughs) like anarchy when you start telling them how it works. Yeah, when it's not a scary word anymore. Uh As soon as you you use the word anarchy, people will be like... (gasps) But like, if you just talk, like, if you just describe how things are done in anarchism, (laughs) they're just like, oh, that makes a lot of sense. I can see that. People caring for for each other in their community. Yeah. And and God damn, amazing! What a concept! You know? Like direct democracy and like, uh, yeah, like it's 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 just like you ask somebody like, does your boss really do anything for you? And they'll be like, no. <laughs> it's like, do you really need a boss to know how to get things done? And they'll be like, no. More than off, more often than not, that boss is getting the way. No, my my job is mostly ubiquitous. You know, yeah. <laughs> like. Oh, it's just I, I translate from above to down below and I translate things from them up to the higher level people. Yeah. So I am a fucking focal point for emails and text conversations is all I am. And it is the most I have not been satisfied at my job since I've taken it like five years ago. Yeah. Like, I really wish I was up to my elbows in the systems like I used to be, you know, but I'm not. I'm a 
I'm supervisory now, so then I can't even be in a union. God damn it, man. <laughs> so I found a whole subreddit of people that I'm like, I'm giving them the cheat codes <laughs> for this kind of stuff. And I'm like, no, don't do that. You look like an asshole. Do this. Do it this way. <laughs> uh, that's funny. Uh, so, yeah, like, it, they won't talk about anarchy. They would never. No, no, they would never not. talk about so. anarchy. Uh, and they'll pretend to talk about communism. They're not going to die. No. You start talking about what actual communism is and uh, like you start just Marx and <laughs> suddenly a lot of kids are going to start having a lot of ideas. Right. And it's just like I want to be like, so what have they told you about socialism? Well, it's this and this. I'm like, mainly just the workers owning the means of production, you know. Period. <laughs> yep. So like. I haven't heard back from them about this, but I was like, I've come with my own opinions. I'm like, don't tell, don't let them tell you that capitalism is the best way for everybody moving forward. It's the and worst so, way. Uh, anyway, Felicia, what yeah. have you been up to for the last, uh, God, oh, it's been a month. I know. God damn. I read a new book. Oh yeah. Yeah. I What's read the, the family by Jeff Charlotte. Uh, and I was talking about it a little bit uh, on the live earlier. stream. Yeah. 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 And, um, you gotta be a patron to listen to that. Otherwise you're going to have to wait. It's longer than a year now. Oh, <laughs> I've still got shit from 2021 still rolling out into the feed. <laughs> so, yeah. Oh, yeah. Join the Patreon. You could you could find what we talked about this week. But, it's, it's only a buck a month. So, yeah, the family. Is, t- is scary. It scared me. It scared me book. Um, it's not a horror book or anything. It's a journalist. Uh, it's real. It's real. Unfortunately. <laughs> and uh there's a netflix series that i have oh, not watched yeah, i haven't yet. watched that either but i've heard about i've it. heard about it i need i don't i doubt that the netflix series goes as deep into the no because i'm sure netflix is owned by most of right? this. <laughs> um i don't know he got major publishing right. like i don't know how this because like there was parts of this book where he just like openly embrace like endorses anarchy literally like the real <laughs> anarchy like Oh, it must have been a Simon and, Simon and Schuster book. <laughs> I don't know. It was I'm weird. I, no, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, his newest book is like the audio book is an audible uh, like mm. only. And again, this guy endorses some pretty radical shit sometimes. Like radical. The <laughs> opening of his new book, The Undertow, is him talking about him being at like Occupy and camping for like three weeks for Occupy. So. Man. And like and and like the radical ways that they did democracy, mm-hmm. um, which is fascinating. It was really cool, actually. Um, it, I understood Occupy. Jesus Christ, how long ago was Occupy Wall Street? Was it like I feel like that's a lifetime ago. God. 20, I want to say 2011. Right? Yes, it was. 11. It was 80 <laughs> years ago. Right. Um, how old are we now? We're 130. We've been doing this yeah. show for 40 fucking years. Yeah. yeah. You know. <laughs> it was 80,000 years ago. So the family. Uh, yeah, so it's, um, it is this, like, rich people cult. Uh, that's the best way I can put it, is that they reject the, uh, moniker Christian, and they are just followers of Jesus. And, uh, they have, like, fraternity houses that, like, young, like, adult, but young men and like they have a they have lady versions too, but like Jeff. Okay, so Jeff Charlotte is um, Jewish, kind of like somewhat privileged guy from mm. like his at least as far as I can tell. Um, he's half Jewish, and he's a white guy, 
and uh, one of his ex-girlfriends was like, uh, at the time ex, was like, can you go have dinner with my brother? He's been weird. (laughs) (laughs) And she was also from like a privileged life, um, maybe even more so than Jeff from what it seems. Um, And so he met up with this guy for lunch or for dinner and he found Jesus, you see. Oh boy! And Jeff was still pretty young. Where and, was he? Uh, I'm, I'm just kidding. Uh, don't answer that. That's just a rhetorical. Where was he? Oh, where was Jesus? Um, <laughs> hey, I found him at a frat house. Essentially, it's not a college frat house. Mm. Uh, so, like, he told. So he he'd been pretty boozy in college, and he was like, he was one of those seekers, you know, like, mm. um, rich kid trying to. Fill the void that is his existence. You know, because materialism doesn't work. <laughs> materialism is different. Is like you mean like uh, consumerism? Consumerism, yeah. yeah my bad. My, other way called, around. Yeah, other way around. Often Sorry. called called materialism, but right. they are distinct. Very different. In fact, no, no, just saying, filling voids in your soul. Yeah. Of you know, through actual, stuff and, you, you know, it's not going to actually fill that void. But like he temporarily, dabbled. it might. But you know, even Jeff Bezos has a yacht that has a, a support yacht, and he's still not a happy guy. <laughs> he doesn't seem happy. No. <laughs> uh. Yeah, just a yawning void, right? That is the like their soul. Uh, Elon Musk too, and they <laughs> they keep they keep thinking that they're gonna fill this void with more power, and it doesn't work. Um, so Jeff, so he tells Jeff about he found Jesus by going to live at this house. Jesus, and Christ. yes, and <sighs> Jeff should go. And Jeff is like, oh my god, what this is about? So he got an invite to join this frat, and he didn't. Um, again, raised, he's like Jewish, you know, he's half sounds Jewish. Sounds like some skull and bone shit right here is what it sounds um, like. <laughs> kind of yale you know. Yeah, but it's not like off not, college not campus. Yeah, yeah. yeah, it's not connected to a college or anything. But it's a um, secret group. It is a secret. <laughs> it is a secret. And you have to get an invite to join. And he got an invite and he was like. They invited a Jew? Yeah. <laughs> they were fascinated with him being Jewish and being there. Um, they don't give a shit. Uh, well, they do. They do and they don't uh, give a shit about other religions, sort of, kind of. Wink, it's, wink. Yeah. It's very creepy stuff. Um, And so like, he was just kind of like, I got to know what this is about. He was never like going to buy in. Like that right. wasn't what he didn't give a he shit. He was about. fascinated by yeah. it. Yeah. It, it's, it's, it's Alex Jones at, at fucking Pleasant Grove. Not Pleasant Grove. Uh, uh, Bohemian Grove. Grove. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He. He was a journalist and he told them, I'm a journalist. Um, yeah. And they, but like, they, they guess they thought because he got invited that he eh, wasn't going to, we gonna, could turn you. <laughs> he, he wasn't going to write about them. Yeah. What the fuck? Um, <laughs> you obviously have not met journalists. Yeah. And, but he, he obeyed. He did the rules. Right. Like, and uh, he just lived with them for like several months. And um, he memorized the biblical passages he was supposed to memorize, but there wasn't many of them. They don't spend a lot of time. On the gospel, it is about meeting Jesus as a personal relationship, except for it's not at all like uh, they say that they say stuff like Jesus is a personal relationship. They repeat that kind of stuff all the time. It's like New Age Christianity where it's a relationship with God. And yeah, except for no, because like they don't spend much time on the spirituality of it at all. Um, And so like their whole thing is that they are spreading Jesus. They are going to and how they spread Jesus is through the powerful because God put them in power. Who are they to question? So they don't have morality. They don't 
wrestle with questions like why does God allow suffering? They they pursue power. Gross. At every level because that's Where how God you spread them. Jesus. They reject calling themselves Christians. Um they We're above that. Yeah, and so they cultivate relationships with dictators and like uh and in all the halls of power at, in the white house and um they've been doing this for like these are the same assholes behind like the national prayer breakfast these are the, the this, yeah. these are the exact assholes behind the <laughs> national prayer breakfast um and it started um about a hundred years ago and so like just at the turn of the century just before World War One and two, um, so basically that same era. I mean, if you go a little bit further back, that's like the same time you have Seventh Day Adventist, and it was really you know, yeah, like yeah. Uh, where did they where did they come from? Is where I'm wondering. I don't it's remember like, where what what rich asshole started spreading this whole goddamn thing. Was it the Carnegies? Was no, it the- <laughs> it's actually more interesting than that. Oh, okay. Um. Let me see really quick. Seventh day. Uh, so, and, and while you're looking that up, I want to. So give you- yeah, like this was like they started about like 50 years before this, like just maybe 40, 50 years before this church got going. But it was that okay. same kind of era, the revival, the revivalist shit, all from New yeah. York at the same. Yeah. Time. So, but he. So what it what it was is there was this guy. Something Abrams. I don't remember his you know, first name. About the same time the Mormons came about, guys. Exactly. <laughs> uh, about the same time. And Abrams was an immigrant from Sweden. And he was apparently pretty handsome and big. He's a big guy. And big summer blowout. <laughs> uh he doesn't he was not nearly that nice. <laughs> um and he moved here and he got pretty mistreated. As an immigrant, he worked railroads. Um, it didn't go great. You don't say. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but instead of. You know, America, land where we embrace the people that come here. Right. So, so instead of going, wow. Until maybe, they're allowed into whiteness. You maybe know? this is unjust. He went, mm, you know what I need to do is I need to gain access to the powerful. So he starts his own like ministry. He was deeply Christian before. Yeah. moving here but it, it it really ramped up swedish christian too is just man pretty austere yeah <laughs> yeah i was gonna say um so he he ends up like gaining like a modicum of power and then he has this realization that what's wrong with america is the poor don't accept their god-ordained place oh my god he says after he'd been a poor immigrant, he wasn't poor, poor when he got here, but he wasn't. It didn't go great. He worked on the railroad. Yeah. Pretty goddamn poor. Um, <laughs> he had his wages stolen a bunch of times. Right. You know, um, so he ends up as is America in the 1800s, you know, uh-huh. well, I mean, in the 2000s. I mean, shit, every fucking year that this country's <laughs> existed, we've had wages stolen. So he's, <laughs> he starts like a one on one ministry with rich people. And it basically is everything rich people want to hear is that God chose you for power, rich men, um, but rich women play a part too, obviously. Yeah. To um, be married to rich other men. To further their power <laughs> through back channels. Right. To control that side of the power. Phyllis right? Schlafly bullshit. There you go. Yeah. She, she, yes, she was probably, I don't know if she touched it. 
I'm sure she took money from them at one point or another. Oh, yes. So <laughs> they, he, they, uh, so it starts before anybody that's been a quote unquote Christian mover and shaker in the United States for the last 100 years has dealt with these people. For sure. Oh, very much so. Yeah. Um, like I'm, I'm very certain the uh, Hobby Lobby people are deeply burrowed into this. No, shit. they're too overt. They don't really. No, they, they. That's too. Um, that's too overt. They're, you're not supposed to draw attention to yourself. You're like supposed that. to be. Sh- 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 this is old money shit. Oh. This is not the showy stuff. If you are supposed to, um, yeah, this is shush. Uh, if you are too boisterous like that, they might be friendly with you and or utilize you with promises to access right. to power, but you don't get to be. So it's not Mike Lindell. <laughs> no, no, it is not Mike. He is not allowed. He is too, he is too gauche. Oh my God. Uh, being too go, they'll use you, but you don't get to be actually like part of the movers and shakers in this. Um, How that man still exists is a fucking, it's, it's a wonder. <laughs> it's wonderful. <laughs> uh, and uh, so he starts like this, like one on one. Abrams does starts this yeah, like one on one ministry with rich people, where he essentially says like God chose you for power, and therefore everything you do is what God wants you to do. He ends up um, being a big part of like anti union efforts. He's like he he's connected, I believe, like with like Pinkerton's shit. I was I was, a, I was thinking that in my brain. Of I'm course, like, the I'm sure he was heavily invested in Pinkerton's. I don't know? know where his money went. He didn't ever have any like money, money. He mm. just got taken care of. He didn't very Clarence Thomas. Um, <laughs> he didn't have his own money. He had rich people taking care of him. You know that guy that loves the or loves having memorabilia of the Nazis. You know, taking yes. him on multi thousand dollar vacations. I, you know. I can't remember. If Robert Crow. Yeah, I like, can't remember because like that news broke at different like it is a not lined up part. So I can't remember if he specifically by name I, came up. But he I might feel have. like always sunny in Philadelphia where it's like the, the, the whole again. the whole fucking Pepe Silva thing where the fucking. <laughs> yeah, I, I felt like that. I have <laughs> felt like that for the last four fucking years of doing this show. <laughs> and then like he starts. <laughs> so he starts like back like, OK, so he gets invited to this frat house. He does not buy in. At any point, um, but he obeys and he does the rules. And so they're like, you're a brother. And he's like, got it. All right. cool." Um, So then he leaves before they think he's ready. But he's like, I don't care what you think. And he so he fucks off. Right. Right. Um, And he's like, what the fuck is this theology that there is going on? So he's now he has started a like decades long investigation into this entire history and theology. And so that's when he goes like back to Abram. He finds Abrams, which is like the root of this, um, what their actual theology was. And then it gets to Doug Coe, who is the successor from Abrams. And this is right around um, the Eisenhower administration. Eisenhower, you know, when, when they changed the tax code in this country from 90 percent on the rich people to a lot less. It was not fashionable for presidents to be overtly christian and eisenhower was not a religious guy <laughs> no he talked against the military industrial complex he talked he, about how he felt he he to get to president he doug co like helped him or was it abrams i mean I, that was right around the switch right around and, the time where they switched around, um, yeah. that's where the prayer breakfast comes from is mm. eisenhower 
And so he basically sells his soul to these people to to get presidents. Motherfucker, they that's the one of the presidents who, I liked at the time. They he, they were <laughs> they were the ones who spread the whole like reluctant hero, like the reluctant. He doesn't want to be president. He he's we're thrusting this upon him. They're the ones who started that whole rumor. Um, Eisenhower very much pursued the presidency and did want to be president. <laughs> this was not. He wasn't like, oh well, if I must, <laughs> like it was no no. Um. But I by think the mass end, communications fucked us as a species. <laughs> That's what I think. <laughs> but uh, towards the end of his presidency, he became disillusioned with the entire thing that he had sold oh, yeah. his soul when to. He was, when and, he was going out the door, he's like, fuck all y'all. Yeah, and he stopped, <laughs> he stopped like working with the family. Like, he did. Um, but it didn't matter. They The fact they call themselves the, the family, family is weird, man. So... Uh, after all of the labor uprisings and stuff like that, like murdering anarchists, and uh, they became, um, they started studying Marx and communists and Mm -hmm. uh, just, they stole their tactics. Uh, Robert Evans has talked about this like in Behind the Bastards sometimes too, is like they literally stole Marxist tactics where like they have, they don't have churches. They have prayer cells. Where you join a small group of families. Sounds like terrorism. For prayer. <laughs> it doesn't matter if you actually do any praying. But you're, these are your prayer cells. And this is where we're going to talk about the things that you can influence and change and all this other yes. stuff. Yes. Yeah. And they have prayer cells. They had like they have prayer cells with like horrible dictators around the world and they're part of the reason that like certain fascists got installed in certain places like literally they were the ones moving and shaking on this stuff like they're the same people behind (sighs) the hard anti-lgbtq yes thrust within africa yes the directly yes yeah yeah um the 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 white house plumber started on hbo uh about watergate oh yeah uh they got to one of the guy the like the one guy who went to prison for it mm-hmm. and he became like a family insider because of this. And is that the guy that ended up selling gold later in life? What the fuck was I, his name? Uh, oh, God damn it. I am sad that I don't remember the guy. But, <laughs> the fucking guy. G Gordon Liddy. Yes. No, it wasn't Liddy. It was the other one. It was the other. It was the other one. It wasn't Liddy. Um, if I'm remembering correctly, I need to read the book again because I don't think I absorbed all of it. It was a lot. You guys. Um. Howard Hunt. Uh, let's see. Um, I think it was John Dean. John no. Dean went to t- went to prison, didn't he? I don't. know. It might have been. I think it was John Dean. Yeah. I think it was John Dean, and he was like. Sorry, I just had to Google it, guys. I, so he became. I can't remember all the shit. He became super <laughs> Christian, but not Christian follower of Jesus. Follower of Jesus. Uh, just before going to prison, and then he started up this like prisoners ministry after uh which was just again like it's he he got into the whole like populist evangelical education of the middle and lower classes and this is where you start to get this whole like um you need to accept your place as ordained by god and you might be a key man in god's plan you never know you don't know but you have to submit you have to submit to god's will no, that's cool, and, man. And no. <laughs> uh, that's why, like, that's like the evangelical, and like you'll hear like evangelicals nowadays. This is actually from his next book, but um, they'll they'll use the the word just a lot. We just want to serve you. We just love you. That kind of stuff. Um, and it's like they're disavowing their actual desire, yeah. desire for things, for desires, right? That they're not 
No, we want you to do this. We just want we you just to. want to serve you. Yeah. Not now they now they're not actually asking for anything from God for power for for any of this. Right. No, they're just doing this. Um, so like he got involved in like the the dissemination of like evangelicalism to like populism, and he's the main part in how that became like spread through the masses was the dean guy and um he um i don't know if he obviously i don't even know if he's still alive but he might but he well after his prison sentence was a regular at the white house for prayer circle for prayer for prayer groups um hillary clinton is a friend of the family she is not an insider she is uh too (laughs) um she's not She's not the right kind of woman, you know? Yeah, she's not subservient enough to <laughs> She well, she doesn't she doesn't look. She wears a pantsuit. Yeah, it's, she's <laughs> she but she she like has publicly thanked Doug Coe, who was the leader of this group multiple mm, times. Mm-mm. Bill Clinton was like they called him a friend. Uh there is like ongoing communication. Uh, so Hillary Clinton is. So it's a whole pit of snakes. In it is a pit of snakes. And like you can't <laughs> do anything in Washington without involving with, uh, these without, kind of people. Yeah. They yeah. they control access to other power. Like. Right. They are so powerful. Um, I think it's now. So it's somebody else named Doug. Doug Coe is dead now. <laughs> Stanhope. No, um, Doug, no, it's not Doug Stanhope. <laughs> no, it's not it's Doug something. Um, who doesn't even have a Wikipedia? Who's taken over for Doug Coe? God damn! That man. is how they are underground. They I was gonna are say you got to be a nobody with that kind of level of access and shit to not get get a Wikipedia. Page. Exactly. Like wow. they are. So sneaky. I feel Man, like a crazy a, person. There's a whole fucking but Wikipedia page for Greedo. Like, you yes. know, from Star Wars. Yes. But no. but no, but not for this guy who's in charge of the <laughs> National Prayer Breakfast. Are you fucking kidding me? And that's the way they want it. They don't they want like you it to, that way. They don't. They, are, it's they on like purpose. this cloak and dagger bullshit. That it's they're on doing, purpose. So. And like, oh, they talk way too nice. Uh, oh, oh, uh, uh, there's so much more. OK, so Doug. So, co- so good book is what really I'm Really good book. You should read it. There's Nazis. There's Nazis, of course. Of course there's Nazis. The actual Nazis. Um, they had about 50 years from their inception until the Nazis came around. They're like, hey, cool. We like these guys. Uh, you know? Yeah. And they, they are the because reason. Because the God mit uns was a very good thing for these kind of people. They're specifically the reason that denazification was not pursued for very long and was unsuccessful <sighs> in Germany. Literally, specifically them. They put Nazis back in power. Because the goddamn I, Operation Paper. I had a long thread about this this week on Twitter <gasps> where I was talking about I'm like, you know how we it used to be everybody likes to claim that we fought the Nazis. We were against the Nazis during World War Two. It's like to a point. Sort of. And then we just kind of let them all off the goddamn hook. And then we brought because them of this, because of them. That's be- why we let them off the hook was because of them in particular. And then we're like, hey, those scientists that did some shit under the Nazi rule, they we're just going to bring you into an American science. You and know? not only that, uh, Abrams cultivated like God all these damn. friends with like the former aristocracy of Europe because, you know, like Europe really went far away from their aristocracy, right? Yeah, they're still around, though. <laughs> yeah, they're not as publicly powerful anymore. They're still very powerful, though. Yeah, the Swede said something earlier today uh, in our chat that we we're having on the live stream saying the Capet family has still has a 
uh, agnatic primogeniture heir, heir that still are campaigning to be put back on the French throne. Yeah, that's a, yes. <laughs> that was Abrams. Yep. I'm telling you guys, like, I feel like a crazy person, but this is all documented. Like, we got I've, some smart chatters out there. Man. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I've been looking into this stuff, like, for real, for real. Uh, like check, just checking, right? Yeah, now. and this isn't like none dare call it conspiracy levels of fucking like tinfoil hat or anything no. like that. This shit's out you there. You can just <laughs> find it if you look. Like it is out there. Oh my god, I ended up on a page that um I didn't. I don't even know how I did it. Um, that was connected to this, but like I didn't realize it until I started reading this relig- like this church's like thing. And like what they're preaching. And I was like, oh, my God, this is fucking Abrams. Like, this is his whole (laughs) thing. And then like they're just out in public doing it. And then it turns out that they're like a popular church that a bunch of senators go to, particularly the conservatives. And it's like, I'm going to die. It's right there. It's like it's 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 underground, but it's not underground. You know what I mean? They're not not exactly hiding it. No, they're just trying. They're just keeping it low key. They're just low key about it. And it's just like, (laughs) oh, my God, I'm going to die. And and if you asked them about it, they'd be like, yeah. Yeah, they they talked to Jeff Charlotte about it. They had this journal. They just talked to him. He's he he's really good at that. Yeah, dude, These are our plans. You know, (laughs) this is what we want. They just tell him. And he's just like. It's just, it's wild. 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 (laughs) I felt insane, but it's real and I, it's not, it's not, it's not okay. (laughs) So yeah, I need to watch that Netflix series then. Yeah. I do too. I don't really want. I think the Netflix series is more updated because I think the book ends in like 2008 or nine. Jesus. And. Part of so, me, yeah, like part of me wants a little to bit see, like, oh, yeah, I remember these people. Part of me wants to see beyond that veil. But at the same time, I'm like, I don't. It's scary. I don't really. Want it's super freaky, actually. <laughs> like, I legitimately like experienced like like uh, like a in my stomach. Like it's a primal anxiety. Like, a, oh, know? my God. Like it was <laughs> like we joke about being put up against the wall. But it's like this might actually fucking happen. <laughs> it's, yeah. And it's like they're just there. Like they just. The, Oh, my God. That was another thing is um, I told you like a year ago, I started writing down my conception for what like the conservative uh, philosophy really is in the United States. Right. Like trying right. to nail down what is it they actually believe. Um, then Jeff Charlotte interviews one of the guys and he just outright says, says what the you've been same down. words I used. <laughs> the same ones. Uh. Like how they don't like they believe that there is a natural law uh, that. It basically just describes power structures as they currently exist. What's the saying, Felicia? There's nothing new under the sun. I nailed it to a point like I was just like, what the fuck? Like I I was spot on in describing. If I was a dude and I had power, this is what I would do. Yeah, it was. I was mostly I was just like thinking like, what does Ben Shapiro believe? Right. Like, what does he actually believe? And him, I was thinking about him and I like kind of like case studied uh, several other conservatives and like put it into like here is what i don't think and just you know hot take for me i don't think the mouthpieces actually believe anything that they say i think ben shapiro does i think they enjoy cashing the paychecks you know tucker carlson i think is also somewhat a true believer like for a 
on a level he's gotten I, weird weirdly believe, um i think believing in that shit i do think ben shapiro is a true believer a conservative like the fact that he was like he would dress up as founding fathers for like halloween and stuff like he was God. raised very conservative when asked p word yes ben shapiro seems now does ben shapiro lie and not believe everything he says oh absolutely yeah yeah but he is like a true believer conservative and so like i was so even though he might not believe what he's saying he'll say it because he feels like that's the right course for the he does noble lie for sure exactly for sure also he he does things just to you know make money and stuff yeah and to piss people off yeah like that the attention economy i'm gonna make this joke because it's gonna make the make the liberals mad yeah stuff (laughs) like that but it's it's not but I, he seems like a true believer. So like I was looking right. at like him, I was looking at certain politicians. I don't remember everyone that I was just, I was just, so uh, I was doing the classic philosophy thing right. where I wasn't writing this down as I was doing it. I was just thinking, sitting Thought there thinking, kind of thing, yeah. I was just sitting there thinking through like, what do they actually believe? Because you can't take what they believe on face value, yeah. uh, like as is, right? You have to like dig in <laughs> to actually find a belief system there. And there is one. Um, some of them are just cynical, sh- like grifters who right. don't give a shit. That is also a That's thing. Stephen Crowder. Oh <laughs> man, I, I don't. I don't want to we'll diagnose. Get, we'll get back to it. We'll get I don't. Back to I don't want to diagnose that one. <laughs> oh boy. I uh, think that we should just close the border between Canada and the United States, and not let any more political commentary <laughs> people coming into this country. No more after Jordan and Crowder. We can't take that risk anymore. We have to uh, shut this down until we can figure exactly what the hell is going on. We should have shut it off after Dave Coulier came across, <laughs> you know, um, reaching for those 90s kids out there. Oh, man. I, really good book. <laughs> Uncle you, Joey. If you um, so the book uh, goes Joey. into a lot of history, including like labor history in a way that was like fascinating. Fuck. There's so much in this book. <laughs> like, it was fine. You should read the book. The series, I'm sure, gets into like. Like more updated, what right. the family's doing and everything. I seriously doubt they get into like the theological underpinnings of this. I will go to my my local communist library and pick this book up and you read it. Should. So. It's I got it from the library. That's yeah. right. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, use your fucking library, people. That's, Come on, you I, don't have to buy books. No, you get them. It's great. <laughs> I love it. I get my audiobooks from the library. Yep, I love it. I get DVDs from them sometimes because I'm like, I don't want to pay 20 bucks to see this movie. Right? It's great. <laughs> I love it. Libraries are great. Uh, yeah, get it from the communist library yep. and uh, read the family. It's going to make you feel insane. <laughs> and when we come back from our quick little break here, I will tell you this short little bit of what I had going on this week. And we got our news items that we're going to hit for you. But we're going to jump to a quick little break. Yeah. And when we come back, we've got a lot more show for you. And we will uh, see you then. Be right back, folks. We don't care where you catch the show, whether it be iTunes, Overcast, iHeartRadio, Stitcher, Spreaker, or hell, even YouTube. If you enjoy the show, even the slightest amount, all we ask is that you guys give us a subscribe, like, or share us with your friends. Without word of mouth, we'd have never become the show that we are today. Mr. Burns, I'm afraid you are the sickest man in the United States. You have everything. You mean I have pneumonia? Yes. Juvenile diabetes? Yes. Hysterical pregnancy? A a little bit, yes. You also have several diseases that have just been discovered in you. I see. You sure you just haven't made thousands of mistakes? Uh, no. No, I'm afraid not. This sounds like bad news. 
Well, you'd think so, but all of your diseases are in perfect balance. If you have a moment, I can explain. Well... Here's the door to your body, you see? And these are oversized novelty germs. Uh, that's influenza, that's bronchitis, and this cute little cuddlebug is pancreatic cancer. <laughs> Here's what happens when they all try to get through the door at once. Move it, shout ahead. We call it Three Stooges Syndrome. So what you're saying is... I'm indestructible. All right, folks, we're back from our break, and uh, thank you for that. I had to pee really bad. (laughs) (laughs) I was warm. I needed to cool off. Uh, And I turned on the fan in here, so hopefully it cools down a little bit. So uh, let's see. We were talking about what we've been up to for the week, and Felicia read the family. I did. Goddamn. (gasps) It's so, there's so much I didn't, I didn't, (laughs) have you even have a chance to touch on? It's wild. (laughs) For me, uh, what did I do this past week? I, uh, I took my, my oldest has been to a concert before. My two youngest that are 11, they've never been to a concert before, so I took them to go see a show this week. And they it's something I had bought tickets for like three months ahead of time. Right. And so I, I've been waiting for this to happen, and I thought it was going to be, you know, the folly of me thinking that a band that I love is going to be like sold out and, you know, have like <laughs> tons of people there, you know, and like. They had about 200 people in this audience, which yeah, isn't sounds about right. It's not for a your lot. Music? But, yeah, hun. Right. And like I paid for preferred parking because I didn't know how parking was going to be because it was at the complex. And so you never know what you're going to find for good parking, especially on a Friday night because there's lots of bars and stuff out there. And so I paid this extra money for parking and like there were four cars in the preferred parking lot. (laughs) And she's like, sweet. I got all of you guys in right before the show even begins. I was like, Jesus Christ, this is all the people that are here. We were first in line to get into the venue. (laughs) Besides the VIP people, but uh, we went to go see Magic Sword and TWR Twerp TWRP. If you've listened to Game Grumps or uh, anything by like Ninja Sex Party, you've heard these guys before uh, TWRP at least. But uh, Magic Sword is a group that I had never heard of until I bought tickets for the show because I found out they were the opening group, and I was like, "Huh, I want to see who these people are that they're touring with." And it's a guy with a synthesizer, a guy with a guitar, and a drummer. They don't say a single fucking word the entire show. It, uh, it's lyricless music, so it's just all instrumental. It's just grooves. And but like they're like this slash like rock synth kind of duo kind of thing. And like you listen to their albums, and it's like, oh, this isn't bad. And my kids joked about it, said like, oh, this sounds like Stranger Things music. Oh. You know? <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, synthesizers for you. But like seeing them live. Was, was an entirely different experience. That's like, awesome. In my, I've been to a lot of fucking live shows, a lot of them. And the only times that I've seen bands where the opening group blew the following group out of the water was like Deftones opening up for Corn, because I went to that show a long fucking time ago, back when Deftones was a nobody. They like they came on stage and they just blew the fucking like corn came out on stage. Hey, we're corn. Like nobody fucking cares, dude. That band before you destroyed. What are you doing on the stage? We, we, I'm going home now. You know, that's awesome. That's how magic sword was for, for twerp. And it's, they were so diametrically opposed kind of groups. I'm like, how is this a tour? <laughs> this is very interesting that you guys are touring together because awesome. they, they fucking slayed. And it's cool because like I, puts out on stuff out on social media where I'm like, hey, you guys did a great show tonight and they liked it. And I'm yeah, like, that's that cool when like nobody bands like like your shit. And I'm like, yeah. yeah Dead Sarah's like <laughs> Dead Sarah's like some of my tweets. It's fine. It's fine. <laughs> 
I mean, they only have twice Dang. as many followers as I got. So. <laughs> <laughs> That's hilarious. And, but they've been like a band. They came from Boise, Idaho, and it's just these three dudes. And it was a fantastic fucking show. So, like, it was a good concert for my kids to have their first concert experience right. because they didn't know what was going on because they don't know. You got. I've got. Kit. I've got a twin uh, that is very much like me and on the spectrum where <laughs> she's constantly looking to me to like, how should I be reacting in this situation? <laughs> That's I just, it's, I, I laughed out of love. Right. Right. Like, because she, she doesn't know, she doesn't know how to human. And I have right. that same problem a lot of the time where I'm like, I don't know. What am I supposed to do here? <laughs> I don't know what to do with my hands. It's so funny. Cause like, <laughs> I, that's not, I, I know that I commit social faux pas, um, <laughs> but I also am like pretty good at correcting them. Mm-hmm. Like correct, like you know what? We're just gonna ride this through. Like <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm pretty good socially. Like I mean, that's why I was good. Like as a fundraiser, my boss. We go to our first one, and he's like, "You already know me. Go make new friends." I was like, "Oh, I can do that." Like, <laughs> and then I was off. Like, right. <laughs> I just walk up to people and start talking. I don't know how I do this. I just <laughs> know I do. Um, it happens all. I do it all the time. Uh, it's very weird. Uh, I'm this weirdly extroverted. Hello. <laughs> I can. Like we got there at the parking before the show started and we're standing there waiting to go to the venue. They made us wait at the parking garage area, like the door there, you know, petty authority, you know, and the guys from twerp just come walking along wearing their civilian clothes, but with their masks on. And I'm like, hey, fellas. And I'm like yelling and waving at them and everything because nobody else is going to say anything. They're just like, look at them. There there they go. There's those guys in the band. (laughs) You can say hi. (laughs) They're people. Say hi. You can totally just say hi. Again, things I don't stress about. Yeah, I don't. I don't. I guess maybe part of my autism is that like I don't give a shit about social structure. Right. (laughs) Where it's like, I will go up to. That's common. I will go up to the big boss of the company and be like, so how the fuck you been? You know, (laughs) I've gotten in trouble for not respecting hierarchies. Uh, I'm like. Oh, I don't care. And people look at me like, how can you just go up and talk to these people like that? And I'm like, oh, because they're I don't, just a person. Like, they're they're a dude. Because they've had <laughs> diarrhea. That's yeah. how. <laughs> they, they poop every day, just like I do. <laughs> uh, and uh, I don't know how to say your name. Abyssinian. Starving orphan or an Abyssinian. Yeah. Yes. Uh, yeah. Isn't conservatives conservative? Oh, yeah. We got biddies uh, for that. Uh, we should talk about that. Yeah. Quick. Philosophy. Uh, just will to power taken to the extreme. Yes. Um, but I was trying to make it more uh, personal to like modern um, America. What what in particular was going on there? Like, uh, yeah, you like you can read, you know, like Umberto Echo and mm. you can look at I, so- I highly suggest that one for sure. Yeah. <laughs> Our fascism is really useful. Right. Uh the anti-Semite and the Jew by Sartre is really useful. Sorry, I, I, I have a habit of saying things annoyingly. I'm so sorry, everyone. Yeah. I, I also call it mozzarella, so uh, <laughs> I, I, I apologize. Uh, if it's within your oeuvre. Yes, if it's in my oeuvre. <laughs> I learned how to do the French R young enough that I actually know how to do it, and I will I use can't. that. Nope. Yeah. The, uh, so, yeah, really, really fucking and, uh, good Yes, concert. hello, Starving Orphan. <laughs> I... I I highly like twerp. If you, if you know who they are, they're a funk band from Canada. They're fantastic. They're fun to listen to because the guy, uh, the lead singer doesn't do regular vocals. 
he does uh, the vocoder stuff, so he has like the tube oh. that goes into his mouth, so he sounds like a New York. Can I say my shit? So no, he kind of like that, but not. Like but that. yeah, but it, yeah, it's it's all like synthesized voice yeah, yeah. is all it is. Yeah. So Bo Burnham, they are very very approachable. Sometimes very horny, like these guys in this band. It's a lot of fun. I love it. But love these guys, and uh, but their opening band, Magic Sword. All instrumental, so it, it it can you can listen to it no matter what fucking country you're in and get what they're trying to put down. And they've put out like five albums. Did Every single one of them that, is like... really fucking good. And the I told my kids, I'm like, you're bringing hearing protection. And they're like, why? And I'm like, you're bringing hearing protection Trust because me. this is something you need to do. And they had the bass cranked up so loud. Like it was giving everybody bubble guts. You know, it oh. was it was really fucking loud. And like uh, the first I went to Slayer. <laughs> Uh, and Marilyn Manson. Oh, yeah. And uh, you get I, that double bass going. Slayer was v- very good. Like Slayer's so good. They uh, Mar- <laughs> Marilyn Manson also put on just quite a good show. Uh, he is an, a monster. When was when was this? Was this oh 90? My God. No, was it this... was no. No. It, no, okay. this would have been. I was just wondering if it was Antichrist Superstar. Okay, so much beyond that. That's like like the Hollywood or something. Yeah, like it was that, 2007, or... 2008. Yeah. In denver mm. and uh like uh, i had a great time but i didn't bring ear protection for slayer oh yeah and i <laughs> i enjoyed the hell out of the show but i had but to you do felt the it whole later. thing yeah. i had to do the whole thing like this because it hurts so bad like yep. i yeah i uh yeah you bring your bring your ear protection um but so, that venue so the kids the kids had a fucking blast going to the show and i'm happy that they had a good time and like they've told my wife because we confide in each other everything our kids say to each other of each of us because that's what we do as parents. And she's like, they didn't know how to react because there was a lot of times you were wooing and stuff. And I'm like, yeah, that's I was what, having a great fucking time. You're I'm at like, a concert, that's yeah, what you're doing. yeah, you, that's what you're here for. <laughs> and we're standing in the very far back of it because I didn't want them to get rushed by the crowd uh, or anything. They but definitely just, haven't been taken to one of the 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 woo churches. That's yeah, what, <laughs> not woo woo. I'm talking woo. <laughs> yeah. So I was I was just sitting back behind them and like all three of them are in front of me. Even with hearing protection, they can hear the old man going, "Yeah, <laughs> fuck yeah." So fun. Fuck, I love that shit. Love it. Uh, you were telling me before the show that there was a guy who was pretty drunk. And oh yeah, like, yeah. There was he a, was really into it. So there's like one dude like like hard dancing, like like he was fucking the Super Mario character. Like yeah. he was like going crazy and he like was he was fine. It. Yeah. But the guy that came out and hung out next to him because he saw a guy moving as much as he did was like leaning heavily into other people around him. And oh. I'm like, my kids were like weirded out, and I'm like, guys, he's just drunk. Don't just stay away from him. He'll yeah. be fine. Uh, you know that. That's part of going to concerts. That, they they were the is. only kids that were there. So I, yeah, I'm not surprised. <laughs> uh, when we went to Alanis Morissette, right? Uh, there was a a foursome that was there who were all there together, together, mm. together, and they all got extremely drunk. <laughs> <laughs> Good for them. <laughs> and they were having a great time, and we were very much laughing at, at them because it was funny. But like, we also were just like. You know, that's the way it is. But we were on the USANA mm, the, grass. The grass, yeah. Yeah. It's just a hill, right? Yeah, not and my favorite venue. I hate that venue <laughs> so much. Um, I'm going to do... I don't ever want to go to another concert there. Like, yeah. I hate it. It's a bad venue. So the oldest and I, were going to go see Arctic Monkeys this year. <laughs> Real quick, let me oh, finish sorry, this. Go ahead. So uh, two of the ladies were making out. Um, 
And uh, I'd said, like, I was like, before the end of the night, they're rolling down this hill. And they like <laughs> were making out and they lost their balance and just into like Shit. some people in front of them. And we were like, ha! No, we called it, called it. Like, it was. I mean, they, again, they weren't, they were just having a good time. Right. Uh, yes, they did roll into some people, but nobody got hurt. Nothing bad. Yeah, nobody, happened. nothing bad. It was just people enjoying yeah, life. And you know? nobody got mad at them. Like, they were just being silly. And it's, but it was still funny. We still get to laugh because right. it was very silly. But like, I don't want to like, Make it sound that we were like laughing at them in like a mean way, you know. Yeah. Like, uh, but it was, it, yeah. That's just a thing. So my oldest is going to be the the first to realize like the uh, the saying of like eat and drink and be merry right. for tomorrow we die. You yeah, know? yeah. Because she's going to see her dad being that very, you know, uh, I want to live life as much as I possibly can. Right. You know. I mean, nothing against my wife. She just doesn't do like live shows. She doesn't like. She doesn't. En- it's not her thing. No, there's a lot of stuff where I'm like, I fucking love it, and there's a lot of it where she doesn't enjoy it, and so it's like I never, I've never pressured her to go to concerts or anything. Sometimes she's go, she goes to shows that I want to, but she needs to have girl time. That's fine. So like, I didn't go get to go see Regina Spector. Damn it! <gasps> Ooh, that I wanted to good. go see that because that was during Soviet Kitsch era. Oh <laughs> yeah, good album, man. <laughs> mm, love me some Regina Spector. Um, but the the oldest is going to be going with me to. We're going to go see Arctic Monkeys. Oh, she what? doesn't know that yet. She doesn't know that yet. That's special when, tickets that we when, got for when, when, uh, when, when, I don't remember exactly when it's, in, it's in a couple of months. I haven't listened to anything from them, so I have no idea. <laughs> I'm going to look this up. I and, love Arctic Monkeys. And then I think in a couple months after that, we're going to go see Weezer. Oh, yeah, I bought okay. tickets for Weezer. And I was excited because they, they said that um, Modest Mouse was going to be an opener for him. Oh, okay. But it's not. Mm. But Spoon's going to be there. Spoon's a good indie group that I liked a long time before. Spoon, I've heard of Spoon. Spoon does a really good fucking shows. But uh, and then also I bought her tickets to go to Coheed and Cambria with me. That's not which me. is going to be interesting. I want to see how she responds to that one. Arctic Monkeys, kind. They're fine. I've heard. I remember a couple I can't of songs remember that they did. How but, sexual you know. they are. <laughs> uh, I did fuck to one of their songs, and so one mm. of them is heavily sexual to me. Um, but I don't remember if it's very. That's like the 311 self-titled album to me is like I got laid for the first time on that one. I'm like, so I I have good memories of that album. Like I can't. I don't remember ex- <laughs> if it's like explicit or not. Uh, let's what is, my unfinished journey comments. Uh, I had two years in French in high school, so my <laughs> French R's are pretty good. My Spanish and Scottish R's suck ass. Um, I actually learned Spanish when I was quite young. Uh, I learned like Ma- Mexican Spanish. In Catholic school in first through fourth yeah. grade, so uh, um, my my I roll my R's just fine. My my Spanish accent, my Spanish accent, Latin America style. Yeah. M- certain regions of Mexico is quite good. Uh, I need to I need to, <laughs> Pimsleur is hard to rent, uh, and I don't want to pay for it. It's too expensive. Um, but I need to keep working on my Spanish. So because uh, it's I say it very well. <laughs> I'm ex- I'm excited that I have uh, at least one kid that loves going to shows. And so yeah. I'm going to be able to share that with them throughout the years. And because she's not now egging me on to go to things nice. where I'm like, awesome. well, she wants to go to see uh, Foo Fighters. Fine. Foo Fighters is great. Good yeah, band. That'd probably but be it's, a good show. But it's the same night that a band from Japan's coming to America for like the first time. And I'm like, I've got to go see these guys. <laughs> <laughs> Do you want to come with me to that show? No, Dad, I don't want to come to that one. I'm Aww. like, that's fine. 
It's fine. I don't. <laughs> it's a group called Bandmade. When I was about fifteen and sixteen, uh, and some and seventeen, I started going to local shows. Oh yeah, like that. I was fifteen dirt- when I like started going to like shows regularly, yeah. like at least four or five a year. Oh yeah, I was like, <laughs> this was a regular thing for me. Also, you know, uh, garage because, band hangouts. Well, like- yeah, because like I liked unknown bands and i still like unknown bands because the tickets are fucking cheap there's man some really great music and you get like too. real close to them and you can hear them and do there's nothing quite like going to see a unknown unrecognized band and getting like three feet from the lead singer's face For without sure. being crushed against a fucking barricade you can get their you can get their song list yeah. yeah yeah it's good shit man it's great shit i love it no uh so i but I, there's a place for stadium shit, too, as well, you know? Yeah, but, I've been to some good stadium shows. Yeah. Paul McCartney put on a really good one. Yeah. I need to see him before he dies. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't give a shit about Ringo Starr. <laughs> no. We lo- we he love- has good stuff, but I'm just... We love for you, Ringo. <laughs> but you're just the drummer for the Beatles. So. <laughs> oh, Ringo. I, I give drummers a hard time, but like after watching Magic Sword last night, I'm like, that that guy was the fucking linchpin for that whole fucking band. I'm like, what a fantastic drummer. You know? <laughs> you know, you know some drummers have it serious when they bring out their kit and there's like a like more than five symbols. Like- <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, Roger's gonna kill me for not remembering his name. Uh he's a drummer from Like the drummer from Dave Matthews? Fantastic. <laughs> you know, give Dave Matthews a hard time. I don't give a shit. He's a fucking fantastic musician, dude. I can't remember dude. his name now. <laughs> but he has, like, just this massive set. Like... Yep. Yeah. Drummers are fun. I... That's... The, if I could learn an instrument, that's the one I'd learn. Like, yep. for sure. I like... I've learned it a seems bit. the more... The most cathartic. <laughs> yeah. That's the, uh, I think it's... I think that you actually have to be ADHD to learn drums. I, like... I have a hypothesis I'm working on. <laughs> uh, you then- have to just, like, need to move all the time. And I, I fidget different ways than I used to, but like mm-hmm. I'll I I find myself stimming a lot of the times now. I'm like I, I catch myself doing it. I'm like really? God damn it, knock it off, man. I stim <laughs> when I with like tra- as a trauma response. Like my uh my my keychain. I'll twirl the ring that the keychain oh. is in my pocket. Like just twirl it around on my fingers and I'm like a rosary. <laughs> <laughs> uh the thing I do is um I realize I hate using a standing desk because mm-hmm. I can't uh, I can't Change. You can't leg bounce. I can't. No, I don't leg bounce. <laughs> I have to change the way I'm sitting a lot, mm. and I have to be able to like, uh, like adjust my movement. And if I'm typing and I'm standing, there, there's none of that. Yeah, there's none of it. Um, I still love the theory that, like, that straight people, straight people are the only ones that sit normally. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. Bis- well, it's bisexuals. Bisexuals yeah. <laughs> can't sit normal <laughs> and i cannot they invited they they invented an entire chair industry <laughs> of like different chairs I for the want people. some of those <laughs> like they have the cross-legged chairs and stuff and they've got the ones where like you can adjust the sides and the back on it to I fit need whatever those. weird need like laying across this way that you need to i do. don't sit normal i don't sit normal at all and i have to adjust so like i don't do the the leg bounce i do like other sorts of fidgeting yeah but i found that if i try and stand and type i can't do that and so i can't use my standing <laughs> desk um it was different when i was doing cheese stuff because like there's a lot of more movement you're going doing on. more with your everything everything yeah instead yeah, of just like, typing yeah right you typing you really have to constrain that movement in and it, if i'm sitting i don't have i can sit all like I, right now i am sitting like with my hips like as open as possible one leg folded up the other one to the side 
yeah. of this chair, not where you're not where your legs go the, to the all the way to the side. And like, <laughs> so I'm like open hip. <laughs> so I guess I'm telling people to just go see more live shows because it's, it, so, it's so much different than listening to yeah. actual albums. It's so out. much more. I fucking love it. And so I'm going to be doing more of that. So might be taking more time away from the show if I decide to go to more shows, because I went to that last night. We didn't get home till like 1130. And then I had to get up and do all sorts of shit today. And this is like, (laughs) (laughs) so anyway, we got some news to get to. We've, uh, We've egged you on long enough. Let's go ahead and talk At about it. At least I gave you stuff. some fun information. Yeah. Same wow. here. You know? Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, um, let's talk about uh, Stephen Crowder real quick. He, yeah. uh, he's getting divorced from his wife that he came sure out is. and announced that because he or says. Or is that, divorced. <laughs> right. Because Candace Owens was like threatening to tell her. I don't know the whole oh, drama I behind it. All so. of that. So if you want me to get into the drama, we don't know to go. We didn't, don't need to go deep into it. But it, it's this not is that deep. No, it's but this is easy. one of those things. And Rolling Stone hit it right on the nail. Hit the nail right on the head with this one. Is that like you might if you've listened to Steven Crowder talk about how he he says that his wife just decided that she didn't want to be in the marriage anymore and how he's lamenting that and mad about it. And yeah, that she doesn't that she can just decide that just he, decide that she he, doesn't need his permission to leave him. <laughs> and so uh Rolling Stone says uh the next front line in the GOP's war on women, no fault divorce. Yeah. yeah. And I, I I was and this explains a lot about me because sometimes I don't realize the shit. I'm like Wait, isn't that how we currently do things that you don't have to have, you know, both yeah. parties consent to it? And I'm like, isn't that how we do always have done things? And no, like, no. Oh, did you not know about the no fault divorce? No. <laughs> oh, my God. That's the only reason I got divorced. Like, that's the only way I was going to be able to do it. Was no I mean, it, sh- it doesn't surprise me. But at the same time, I'm like, I thought, why? Why would you need both parties to say they want to get away? Because like, women are I, objects. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's patriarchy. Come on now. Like, I mean, I get it. Yeah. And I understand it. But just my. <laughs> I mean, no, my very, my very unenlightened sense of the world growing up in the family that I grew up in. I it didn't realize this kind of that, thing. Like, you know? like, it's just obviously the right thing to do that. Like, right. if you want to break up, only one person needs to be like, yeah, like I'm with, out with breakups. It's like sometimes it's unfair. You don't get to decide when the relationship's over. Isn't that how fucking marriages should work, too? It's of like, course. <laughs> like, of course. Obviously. People like, if should... my wife came up to me, like, next week and said, hey, this isn't working out for me anymore, I'd be like, well, is there anything we could do to work on it? That's no, I, I just don't want to be together anymore. Okay. What That's are we going to do for the kids? That would suck. It would suck. It would be painful. Because we've got and... a lot of property and a lot of retirement and, yeah. you know, and health insurance shit that we'd have to work through. I mean, it would... I mean. I'm thinking just the the physical things that we would talk about, but like, but emotionally, yeah, like it's breakups suck. Yeah, they do, and sometimes it feels like shit that you weren't let in on it. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, I listened to one of the Amy's <sighs> talk about her divorce recently. The the from uh oh my gosh, what is it? The skeptical suit? Goddamn, Amy. Yeah, if one yes. of the Amy's from. Uh, what the hell's the name of the show? Secular Soup. Secular Soup. There yes. you go. Sorry, it's not a skeptical soup. God damn it. <laughs> where she just realized. We are pretty good skeptics, though. Where she just, honest. like, after 20, 20 plus years of being with her husband, she's just like, I haven't been happy for a long time and I'm not happy. Yeah. In this relationship. So she's like, I'm, I'm done. She didn't realize how unhappy she'd been. Right. right? Yeah. And yeah, yeah, yeah. But. Uh, I mean, it's not something that nobody would fault her for. Even the husband said, like. It's just the way I'm, 
I'm sorry you feel that way. I thought it's, we were working well, but I mean, yeah, you know, but like, I'm, <laughs> uh, first of all, I'm always that bitch who will be like, uh, somebody will be like, I'm getting divorced. I'm like, congratulations. And they're like, yeah, Felicia, you rule. And I'm like, <laughs> I know because, uh, most people treat that stuff sad. Um, but well, it's like, even if it was to happen to me and my wife and I'm not saying it will. Right. I'm just saying, like, you'd be like, well, c- congratulations. You get to be the whole person that you've always wanted to be. You know, right. that kind or of whatever. thing. You know? like, yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, if if you were obvious, like, if you were sad, if you were really mourning this, I wouldn't say that. No. <laughs> uh, but most of the time when that decision comes down, everyone kind of knows, like, who's involved. I'm not saying, like, me, I right, know right. for anybody else. I'm saying, like, the, the people in the marriage they they kind of knew. Mm-hmm. They kind of knew it was the right call to 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 be done here, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, but Stephen Crowder, it's the the denouement for the that whole you know relationship that you had. Like, I firmly think that there's a lot of people that get together and they're they're doing great, and then the kids come along, <laughs> and then they realize that like, fuck, we haven't had any time to be us. <laughs> yeah, the entire time we've had children. I think you know. And then yeah. when you finally get that time when those kids are old enough and they don't need you anymore, yeah, you go, who the fuck am I married to? Exactly. Uh, yeah. No. And um, I'm not speaking from experience, people. Shut up. <laughs> uh, nuclear, I think the nuclear family is bad, actually. I think it's a bad way to have families and kids. You tell me when Pebbles grows up that Wilma's not going to be looking for to dump Fred on his ass because it's so alienating from community and from yourself. Um, Wilma's going to hook up with Betty. That's what's going to happen. <laughs> One can only hope <laughs> for both of their sake, right? Yep. Even the Rosie O'Donnell Betty was was hot. Uh, Stephen Crowder is mad. <sighs> He's well, mad. Did you know that he talked to a divorce attorney first? Of course he fucking did. Yeah. Of course he did, because he wanted to get the one that could potentially get the best of it out of the way, because you can't, if you talk to all the divorce attorneys, like, your wife can't pick that one because you've already talked to him. I don't think that's what she said happened. Oh. She said that he talked to a divorce attorney first, and she had no idea, and then she found out... Um. He wasn't present for her giving birth. Yeah, because he needed to go get his... uh his trans surgery that he needed to get. Oh, I'm sorry. No, it's the it, not trans. It, it's gender the, affirming. It's the gender affirming surgery yeah, that he needed. He that conservatives like, there are fucking get. He had a bird chest. Yeah, it wasn't. It wasn't a severe one though. No, he, was, he just didn't like it. But he nearly died from it too. He did almost <laughs> die from it. It's almost like surgeries are are dangerous. They come with risks. <laughs> uh, yeah, he. So like there, I looked into like the sunken chest thing, and it's like unless it's a really severe one, they're they're. Yeah, most of the time won't do it because they're like, yeah, and you're, he didn't fine, have to dude. schedule it at his children's birth, <laughs> right. which he did. Um, he could have scheduled it like so that it wouldn't fall anywhere near that. Mm-hmm. Uh, she, Hillary, said that she feels like it's it just was, throwing it on the pile of gender affirming surgery that the are the GOP is okay with. Yeah, but no, Hillary uh, Crowder, his wife, yeah, his ex wife, ex wife, <laughs> uh, said she felt like he was. Doing it to pull attention from her. Uh, because that was part of his abuse. What a fucking weirdo, man. He is he was bad abusive. Did you see the ring video? Yeah, yeah. That was And then I saw the people defending. <laughs> Cause Twitter with blue check marks is weird. Self-report all around. <laughs> Self-reports, man. Um, so but what was really funny is he accused Candace Owens of 
uh, extortion. He called it extortion. So apparently she knew about the divorce and she said on her show something along the lines of like, because like, okay, so this right around the time that Steven Crowder tried to like. It's when he had the Daily Wire. The Daily Wire feud. They were going to give him $12 million to do his show or something like that. Million. Some ridiculous amount of money and he wanted three dollars. times as much. Yes. And like he was mad. They're like, that- you don't understand the money that goes into funding something like this. Uh, like- and that is an unprecedented unprecedented amount of money for Steven <laughs> fucking Crowder, who would not even provide the data on his audience size. Um, incredible stuff. Uh, so during that whole feud where he just like lied about the Daily Wire, not to defend the Daily Wire ever, but he did lie. And he recorded that whole conversation and blasted it out there for everybody to I show know. that, oh, what oh, an idiot. Oh my God, man. make himself look bad. And it made me laugh that, that Jordan from Knowledge Fight was like, he's going to go work for Alex Jones because he's in Austin. And yeah. like, Alex Jones was at Steven Crowder's studio earlier this week doing uh, an episode. Oh, <laughs> yes, he was. Uh-oh. Uh, Steven's going to get desperate and more desperate. Um, so Kevin- Yeah, especially with this and all the evidence coming out that he's a terribly abusive husband. You know? Yeah, very like, abusive. Your listeners will put up with a lot of shit. Uh, Candace Owens hates his face. She hates him. And I obviously, I think she's uh, in the right. Uh, not, uh, far be it for me, this one thing. For this one thing. Uh, she. <laughs> okay, it gets weird. So he accused her of extortion because when he was doing the whole Daily Wire thing, she said, uh, I happen to know Steven's going through something. Um, I'm not going to say what it is uh, unless like I absolutely feel like it's necessary. See, I thought it was the bisexual thing that he came out and talked about. Where he, yeah, he came out and talked about how he had feelings about bisexuality for a while. Did, when? Oh, this was months ago. This was <gasps> like, yeah, you'll have to look this one up later on. And sorry, guys, we're gossiping about these people. <laughs> yeah, no, we're, this is it's really funny. So you guys are here for that. So. It is really funny <laughs> gossip, though. Um, it, it, all of this, other than like the abuse stuff, but like Stephen getting outed and everything is just so fucking funny. Um, I so Candace says uh, he's going through something. I'm not gonna say what it is unless I have to. Mm-hmm. Um, like unless I feel like it's absolutely necessary. Stephen then called that extortion. Um, <laughs> he used that word. Uh, Candace Owens got doesn't know definitions she got a lawyer to start like you better shut that down right now steven caught like that's you're accusing me of a crime steven that is defamation um so then (laughs) so then she starts um dropping like dms where steven like got in her fucking dms and like was inappropriate she then starts uh talking about uh, Hillary Clinton or Hillary Clinton, Hillary Crowder, Crowder, yeah, Crowder, blah blah blah. She starts talking about her. She invites Hillary on her show. Then the ring mm. footage gets leaked, and I shit you not, Candace Owens hates Stephen so much she started saying "believe women." Like she, was- <laughs> <laughs> she was like, "If you don't believe Hillary in this instance, that tells us everything about you," and like. This is what abuse looks like. Like she fucking she fucking went believe women because she hates Steven so much. So funny. Uh he yeah, so but yes, uh I knew they were coming for no fault divorce. Right. Like they were coming like if they're coming for gay marriage, they're coming for no fault divorce. 
It um, says here in the article, Republicans across the country are now reconsidering no-fault divorce. Uh, there isn't a huge mystery behind the campaign like the crusades against abortion and contraception making it more difficult to leave an unhappy marriage is about control. It's about control. It's always about control. And Crowder's home state could be the first to eliminate it, or probably Florida, you know, because they get their fucking marching orders from the Heritage Foundation and focus on the family and all this other shit and... I'm not getting legally married if this starts going down. Like, <laughs> fuck that. So it says here, last year, the Republican Party of Texas added language to its platform calling for an end to no-fault divorce. So they're they're already talking about it. We urge the legislature to rescind unilateral no-fault divorce laws uh, to support covenant marriage. Oh, that's gross. Covenant marriage and to pass legislation extending the period of time in which divorce may occur to six months after the date of filing for divorce. So you got to, you got to stick with that fucking terrible relationship that you're in. After you filed for it, you got to wait six months before you're granted it. Uh, and I think Utah has like a period as well. It's not, do. it's like three months three or something. Months, like yeah. yeah. And, and you have to go to courses and shit like that. I think you can both opt out. That's good. <laughs> um, Cause that's what we did. Uh, my divorce was uh, shockingly easy uh, because I didn't pursue anything about it, yeah. which I should have because he stole my money. <laughs> um, but like I, I just wanted out. I wanted. I just wanted to be free, and I wanted out. Yeah. And uh, so we didn't have to do any of the court or anything like that. We just any said classes and bullshit. We didn't have do, like. So. Uh, I mean, again, we didn't. There have was to, no custody battles. There was no custody, stuff, obviously, because no kids. Yeah. Uh, there was no like assets, really. I, I should have fought for some. Um, probably, but uh, again, I just needed to be free. If I'd fought for anything, I'd probably I, he would have he would have ruined my life. If we're mm -hmm. being real, uh, I couldn't afford a lawyer. Right. For sure. Um, this was what mid twenties for you, wasn't it? Yeah, so, I was twenty four. Yeah, I was twenty four years old. Um, and I just needed to be free. And, uh, that, I mean, that's another way that divorce hurts women because he financially abused me. Yeah. Um, and had full like control over my financial life. So when I left him, I had nothing. I was in debt horribly because of things being put in your name. <laughs> uh, I, I, it was all sorts of like bullshit. He, you know, like, just I don't want to go into it, but right, right, right. Uh, so once I got out, I wasn't making a lot of money. I was in debt. I had I had no money. Like um, I was living with my mom, which was good. That was good. Um, I needed a place like that. But uh, that's part of the way that divorce is so favored towards men and like men's rights activists like to point to like custody and stuff being granted to women more but 90 what is it 90 percent of the time uh the reason custody goes to the women is because men just don't, don't want to deal they, with it they yeah. full just say like give it to her like my brother-in-law did that shit yeah <laughs> it's not it's and he's a cop so he's a piece of shit yeah 90 so, I percent mean. <laughs> of the time they don't fight for custody at all right like they just are like give it to her um so Nebraska is working on that right now, saying cool. that they believe that no fault divorce should only be accessible to couples without children. That's not horrifying. <laughs> it's not not horrifying at all. In 2016, the RNC, uh, the last time the party platform was overhauled, delegates considered adding in language declaring children are made to be loved by both natural parents. 
United but, in marriage. But what are you talking, natural parents? You guys are also like all about the baby stealing. So Well, these guys also let's not forget in twenty twenty they just went whatever Trump wants. They changed their entire fucking platform to whatever President Trump wants to do. They don't it it's just about power. Yeah, it is. Yeah. It's just about power. Um both natural But like if they're not being loved by both natural parents. This this is one I come across um a lot in uh like when I talk to people who are trying to make abortion illegal, uh, one thing that you'll get a lot from dudes is they'll say always dudes, always <laughs> dudes is they'll say uh, abortion is unfair because they don't get a say in it if she gets an abortion or not. But they'll but men still have to pay child support if she decides to keep it. And I say, first of all, she's not his j- possession because yeah. he put. His, because he put some seed into spunk, her. His spunk. Don't say seed. <laughs> that seed to me is the grossest <laughs> It's term. the grossest way to say it. Spunk. Because he, he splooged, you know. He doesn't get possession of her his because castings, he splooged. His worm castings. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that's, that's, he doesn't own her now, so he doesn't get a say. But I agree. Let's get rid of child support and, and cover it through a social safety net that makes child support unnecessary. Yeah. Because I got to tell you, I was a kid whose dad had to pay child support and that was a fucking nightmare yep. okay he wanted to financially abandon us and that meant that we had less resources than we should have had based on how much money he had mm-hmm. and he was constantly fighting how much he had to pay and and constantly probably doing employment where it was less than less than reputable for under the table no, no nothing like no. that I've, no i've known guys that have done under the table work so they don't, don't have, to, have pay to pay child, child support, support for yeah. sure no, it's pieces just, of shit, mind you. Oh, you know? for sure. Uh, and it's not like he was even like. I don't understand the argument against child support. I do. I don't want. No, I mean, like, okay, that's your kid. <laughs> yeah, fuck them. Like, if you don't want to pay, then you should get out of their life. Goodbye. Go. Oh, yeah, I get that. But I'm trying to say, like, they're like, well, it's not fair that I have to pay to support this kid. I'm like, it's your kid. It's your fucking kid, man. Right. Like, well, in the, uh, and like, Let's be real. Like, if you're not doing the visitation kind of thing, the least you could fucking do is make sure that they're, they're taken also, care of. They also you know? cry that they don't get enough time with their kids, but then they also don't do anything to get to work more towards time. it. Yeah. Yeah. They don't like. There's that whole movie, Mrs. Doubtfire, where they talk about <laughs> like they don't want. They, they don't actually want to be like an active part of their kids lives. You know what I mean? But they complain about child support. My dad complained about child support all the time. But they're also not they're not willing to work towards you no. know, making themselves realize that they've been a bad parent or no. done wrong. Of course not. Um, but like yeah, let's it's get like, rid of child it's support. Like neither one of my parents, even after their divorce, I'm I was a grown fucking man when they got their divorce, guys. If you've listened to the show at all, it's like yeah. they're they're wondering, why does my kid not like hanging out with me? I don't yeah. know. Maybe you can Look back. <laughs> Think it through. Try to work through why your kid doesn't want anything to do with you. <laughs> yeah. And uh, I, so I keep responding to him. I'm like, yeah, let's 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 yeah. abolish child support and let's cover it through a social safety net that makes child like makes that. So it's not necessary. Right. And uh, suddenly all these dudes complaining about how unfair child support is, which, by the way, is not just paid by men. Let's get real. Here. No, no, absolutely not. Um, it's paid by partners that don't want anything to do with their kids. It's, yeah. Whoever <laughs> doesn't have custody, like chill out, guys. Right. Uh, but uh, whenever I bring that up, they suddenly reveal that they are not interested in doing that whatsoever. Why? Because Isn't it's that... socialism? <laughs> um, no, because they, As they would call it. You they know, don't not... think that parents should be able to get divorced 
is really because oh, that's because women are objects. So that's all I got for Steven Crowder. Let's move on to uh, Pornhub in Utah, which yeah. is an interesting thing. I didn't believe this at first. Then I tried it out myself. And- I was shocked. I was like, oh, my God. <laughs> this is from the L.A. Times. It says Pornhub blocks its content in Utah to protest state's new age verification law. Because we have a governor that's short-sighted and is willing to pay a shitload of money towards a fucking court to to lose. Why? <laughs> because we're in we're in the tenth district, aren't we? I think is what it is. So we have a very liberal justices at at our local Supreme Court levels. Do we? Yeah, I don't remember. Yeah, I can't remember what district we're in, but we we fall in line with like Colorado, California, and all these oh. other places. So. We tend to lose a lot of these cases. Also, it's just like patent, like it's just blatantly anti-free expression, right? right. Like, uh, but yeah, I pulled up Pornhub just to see. So it says here in the article. Oh my god, Pornhub, comma, the pornography website. <laughs> Motherfucker, it's 2023. If you, everybody, no. it knows what that sound is Pornhub? when it starts up, man. The pornography website? I had no idea what they had there. Wow, I didn't <laughs> think there was going to be pornography on Pornhub. <laughs> okay, anyway, so their website has blocked anyone in Utah from accessing its content in a protest against the state's online age verification law that took effect this past Wednesday. Good, I don't want to have to hand over my fucking ID to I'm not, Pornhub. Fuck no, like, anytime, like... Like, I should have left Facebook when they said you need to change your name from what your screen name is to what your real name is. I should have left at that fucking point. Right. Because, like, why? Why do you fucking need to what? know? Because, because they hated the trans spying. people. You spying. Know? <laughs> spying. Spying as well. Uh, but they also, like, this one, you have to, like, upload, like, a photo ID, I think, to. to yeah. A, I hate to, it, like, man. an online, to, like, a. a, a, a I hate the private fact, corporation. I hate the fact that I, that when the I, state has contracted right a private company that you have to that gets at, that we're supposed to give our ID to, just supposed to give it to them, and then we're supposed to trust that this is fine, actually, and they're not going to use that to track everything that we do on right. the, on the internet and stuff. So, like, if you are in Utah and you like, before I came to the show tonight, I went and bought a big old pack of beer at the local gas station that we have here. Yep, they scan your ID. Yeah, they do. And they say, no, 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 nothing to We're worry about tracking. here. We're, We're not, not tracking. tracking. Bullshit, you're not tracking. You wouldn't scan otherwise. That goes into a fucking database somewhere, yeah. asshole. You know? Because, like, they can just put in the date. If they scanning it doesn't do anything. Like. Why do they need to be able to scan my actual fucking, like, driver's license for that? It's, you know? it's scummy. And they keep telling me there's nothing to worry about, but I don't believe them. It's Orwellian. <laughs> Well, because I know it's going to be one of these nights. It's going to be one of these nights, even though I'm completely fucking stone sober right now. Right. Driving home, get pulled over by a pig. And he's going to be like, I know you had you- anything to drink tonight? No, sir. <laughs> or, sorry, don't say that. I don't answer questions. I don't answer questions. Leave the window not all the way down. Right. <laughs> so they can't do the whole, I'm smelling liquor. Yeah. Uh, and you can even be nice about it. I'm sorry. I don't answer questions. <laughs> And they're going to be like, well, I, I, I have an idea that you have been drinking tonight. And they uh, probably, probably wouldn't tip their hand that hard. But, but don't just don't man, answer. Don't answer questions. Don't answer questions. Don't help them build a fucking case against you. So, yes, Maverick. <laughs> <laughs> have you had anything to drink tonight? That's a loaded question, too. I've had water. Uh, 
just give them nothing. Give them nothing. Give, give them nothing. nothing. Nope. Don't don't try to talk your way out of it. Uh, because if they fooled you over, they're already planning on doing the thing that they're going to do. You know, they right. wouldn't go through the hassle of pulling you over just to cut you loose. <laughs> I mean, that happened to me the other day, but it was Roger driving and he's a white guy. So mm-hmm. uh, I haven't been so lucky. <laughs> I have also not ever been so lucky. Uh, cops like seem to love fucking with me. Yeah. Like and then they like lecturing me too. like. Cops here are very misogynistic. Right. I'm sure they are everywhere, knowing how cops be. So the law, which was signed by Governor Cox in March, requires companies that publish pornography and or adult content considered harmful to children to verify a user is an adult. Companies that fail to perform reasonable age verification methods can be held liable according to the law. Oh my God. So they, the Pornhub went dark on Monday, uh, and they... Those who tried to access the site were instead met with a video message by adult performer Cherie DeVille. Yep. I, I don't know. I've never seen any of her small ones or videos. I just. I'm not that level of porn connoisseur yet where I know lots of, you know, the names. You know, I know a couple. <laughs> yeah, I'm not that level of connoisseur. <laughs> I know one's in my certain kink where I will look this up. <laughs> I'm not going to give that to you guys. So, anyway. Who questioned the law's efficacy and said that the company has made the decision to completely disable access to content until lawmakers develop a real solution. While safety and compliance are at the forefront of our mission, giving your ID card every time you want to visit an adult platform is not the most effective solution for protecting our users. And in fact, will put children and your privacy at risk. Yeah, your privacy. The law does not specify how companies must verify a person's age, but... Senator Todd Weiler, real piece of shit, guys. Real piece of shit. Who sponsored the bill said it would not require a user to provide identification each time they visit an adult website. So So that means that they're keeping a cookie on what you're reaching to based on your ID. Which means they're tracking. Which means they're tracking across the internet. So Company and this this sounds like to me that this would be information sold to the fucking LDS church to get their Not, members in trouble, you yeah, know, to bring them into compliance. And, uh, also, spy on leftists because mm-hmm. socialism is on they, the rise. <laughs> it is, it is, and they want to they want to spy on socialists. Like, mm-hmm. um, so Deville said that uh, in the message that the new law will drive users to websites that have fewer safety measures in place. Yep. You know, like X Hamster and a couple of other places as well. <laughs> Don't go to X Hamster, guys. <laughs> I have not been to X Hamster. I haven't been there in a long years. time, but uh but it said here that Utah you instead use device-based verification. That method method uses a specific device such as a smartphone or laptop to verify a person's identity and allow access to age-restricted materials on that particular device. Pornhub's response to the law was ridiculous, according to Todd Weiler. Oh, was it? I think this is a strategy, he said. They're going to try to put the pressure on me and other legislators to repeal this, and I don't think that's going to work. You don't think? You don't think that this is going to, that's going to work? It's amazing how your constituents will be very upset about this whole thing, and a lot of them are, because VPN usage went through the fucking roof (laughs) the day of. No shit, you say. (laughs) See, like, and that's just it. It's like now you guys, have, you're going to fuck yourself. You're going to actually make it harder to track people. And right. people are going to get better about their online hygiene. And I think uh, and more people like, needed to be doing this kind of thing. And it just kickstarted everybody into doing it. it you know, uh, It did me. Uh, I've been. It's I, like the assholes in what, what state was it that banned TikTok? 
I can't remember which one it was, like Montana or North Dakota. I can't remember which one it was, but like, okay, well, that's just going to drive people to use VPNs then. Right. And you're like, and they're like, well, that's, that's getting around. That's skirting around the law. And I'm like, yeah, talk to China. (laughs) Is it? Is it now? Huh? That's crazy. Wow. Uh, yeah, um, I mean, but like... It, has, it says, I was horny on Monday. <laughs> <laughs> I uh, realized I haven't been uh, using the porn much lately. Like, uh, I go through phases. I yeah. go through phases of porn to no porn, you know? Like, I do, like, other things. Like, I'll... A lot of the time, the imagination works well enough, but... It's been, it's been helpful lately. I've been mostly imagination-based hmm. lately, but... Uh yeah, so like I went to the I went to porn. I've been in kind of a drought, so visual aids help. <laughs> you know what though? I get that because sometimes I'm like more on the visual aid side, yep. you know. But sometimes I'm not, and I've just I realized that I, I haven't been on the uh the the porn side lately. Even though I like porn, and I am not ashamed to say so. Yeah, and it depends. It also Especially depends like what kind of day, what it. kind of time of day it is too. Like early in the morning, I don't need much of anything. Right? No, <laughs> like I'm still pretty much asleep. This is just visual. Like I can see anything I want in right. here. <laughs> it's the best. Weiler continues by saying, uh, you should be able to have to prove that you're an adult to view pornography. Oh my God, you guys, focus on a real problem. A real problem. How about homelessness? We can work on homelessness in Utah. We can work on- How about the, the lake yeah, how the about you lake? alfalfa farmers to not fucking make alfalfa in this yeah, maybe state? We, because- yeah, maybe we start figuring out how like to actually use our water. <laughs> I don't know, man. Uh, otherwise, we're all going to fucking die. Uh, because it's illegal for children to view it, and it's illegal for adults to show it to children. Okay, man. Yeah, that last one shouldn't be happening, but I mean, you're going to tell me a kid looking up boobies online is going to be, it's illegal? It's uh I, good luck convicting a 14 year old that wants to see tits, man, I know. <laughs> or a cock. It's you like, know? What are they? Are they acting? They call them like children. What do you what do you think that like five year olds are going on these sites? No, They're man. not. <laughs> and yes, if an adult shows it to a five year old, that adult, that's a problem. That's a yeah. that's a different thing. But like the kids who are looking for pornography are the ones who are already in puberty, guys. And the curious ones who it's and not wanting gonna to do hurt. these things. Yeah. And I'm not I'm not saying And like, I'd, I would much rather them see something like regular ass sex instead yes. of like having them going and playing modern warfare. You know? <laughs> uh, Call me a fucking stick in the mud, but I'd rather be I'd rather have more sexy content than violent content also, in a kid's teenage life. If you guys try to do this, if you try to make it so that they're like internet pornography is not a thing, I promise you what's coming back is the 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 woods porn where kids are gonna find <laughs> every kid has a everybody of my generation has a where'd you find your first porno mag? Yeah, Ro- out in the woods. Uh, Roger has Roger a, has a woods porn. He story. does. He says that he says it's a real tragedy that kids lost out on the joys of finding porn. It's the same place you find the clowns. <laughs> Uh, he says, like, it's, he says that she's just sad for them. Like, you know, they really missed out on woods porn. Oh, I dude, did not but find... magazine porn sucked, man. It did. Like, it, like Playboy was too <sighs> hoity-toity and trying to be, like, classy. classy, you know? And then, like, Hustler was just way too fucking, like, you could see your kidneys kind of shit. And I'm like, I... damn, dude. <laughs> uh, penthouse is okay. Uh, you could find a good story here and there. In I like the, the letters. Those letters were good. Uh, <laughs> Some of them were very un- dear penthouse letters. You won't believe this, but it really happened to me. I know. I know. Those, those are funny. There was there's some good stuff in there. I found some like uh there, there there's some good 
I that I like I still you know occasionally get into the erotic the written erotica yeah yeah um that shit works man but uh <laughs> go like, read some Anne Rice books <laughs> but uh yeah especially the side stories not the main ones <laughs> <laughs> she but got like, real they, horny in some of those books I'm telling you guys. you guys try to ban porn and, and like I promise you people are gonna find a way there's there's always porn porn always finds a way porn always <laughs> finds a way. <laughs> And there's more to it, but it's just it's stupid to me that this they're is... gonna they're just they're gonna shoot themselves in the foot. It's like uh, the the Republicans going after abortion has um brought out all the people like everyone uh because they're like oh no this this isn't okay and like they're the abortion issue is a losing issue for them. Yep. The anti trans stuff is a losing issue for them. People there's are a not, lot of people mad. They're at not what they're on doing. board. No. They're not on people like regular. But because people- they have the 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 iron, they're gonna strike at it while they can. You know. Yeah. Because, but as soon as they do shit like this, it just makes Gen Z go. Fuck all of you. But it's not just Gen Z. No, no, either. no. But like, like, okay, baby boomers, there's a lot of them that are still like, yeah, I don't, I don't understand it. And it makes me feel oogie. So therefore, I'm against it. Yeah. But not but even literally, most of them. but literally, X, millennials, and Zs are like, why the fuck are we legislating people's happiness? Right. And- <laughs> well, and, uh, but even like then, it's only like the rich white boomers who right. give a shit about the trans thing. And, like everyone else is like, I have real problems like, and you're trying to you're just trying to like control me now. Right. You're trying to control me. You're trying to control other people. This is not the way it, like and that's why like fucking um, like that Minnesota mon- yeah. is gerrymandered to fucking hell and they still could not guarantee a conservative Supreme Court there, which threatened abortion rights across the nation if they right. got it. They didn't. They they. That put, was an expensive ass race too. <laughs> yes, and they 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 had it. They thought they had it set up to guarantee that conservatives would win no matter what. And it because they are they're they're shooting themselves in the foot. They went too far, and now people are like, "Fuck you!" <laughs> like it's not uh, in France, you know. They were like, "Well, we're gonna raise the retirement age," and like now. Now you have a new revolution on your hands, is all I'm saying. Did you I, not learn your own history? As what we, happens? As we watch that video on our live stream, it just also hits me that, like, they have a truck that was engineered just to oppress people. Yep. That's what that's for. <laughs> it wasn't a fire truck, guys. It was a police It was truck. literally a police water repression truck. Yep. <laughs> yep. <sighs> anyway, so the, the next little headline I wanted to get to is that um uh, the, we we heard this week that the Proud Boys, at least five of them, got uh got convicted of seditious, seditious conspiracy, conspiracy and yeah. facing decades in prison no, when I they didn't get to sentencing. That. Yeah, so um uh Enrico Tario, the fucking snitch he is, which is funny because that's what this article is about, is facing probably up to like ten to twenty years in what? federal prison. Yeah, these guys are facing hard fucking time. Even though know? he snitched. Yeah, and that's what this uh, this media, uh, what is it, Raw Story article is about. It says, media missed how Proud Boys worked with FBI to bring down left-wing operations. This is yes, a report. I, so, I knew about this. I it knew. says, despite the Proud Boys being all over the news for seditious conspiracy convictions, most outlets failed to mention that the FBI was actively working with numerous members of the far-right group 
including its former former leader, Enrico Tario, uh, to specifically target those on the left, according to a report from Jacobin. Jacobin. Jacobin? Okay, Jacobin. My, uh, it's one of those things where I've read it, never spe- right, said right. it. So, uh, former Proud Boys leader Enrico Tario is among nine members who reportedly served as informants to the FBI. Yeah, their the podcast Alphabet Boys. I find it hilarious. Is all about this. Yes, the government has not been working on the far right problem. No. They've been targeting left wing operations. Which is why the the FBI was completely taken for a loss when J6 happened because they're like, what? Or <laughs> those who they work didn't forces care. are. Yeah. yeah, the same who burn crosses. <laughs> Uh, says those informants were partly helping law enforcement uh, target Black Lives Matter protesters and other left-wing activists, yep. according to this uh, group's uh, Branco Marcetic. It says the, the fact doesn't just make the FBI's failure to detect and prevent the Capitol riot even more baffling, he said. Revelations from the trial suggested that the FBI's historical and ongoing fixation on left-wing protests potentially blinded it to the threat of far-right and that the Bureau is happ- uh, even happy to collaborate with far-right groups as a way of neutralizing what it sees as a greater threat from the yes! left. Yes! Yes! <laughs> if you've been paying attention, yes! And also, this I love that, that, they're like, that there's like this passive, like, oh, they were just blinded to the threat <laughs> from the right. Yeah, sure. Sure they were. Just They just were just blinded. It was, it was just a total accident. So Marcetic said only two... Uh, news outlets, including the Associated Press and the Washington Post, mentioned the FBI connection at all. All the other ones were completely scrubbed Ooh. of this information. The AP's reference was perfunctory. It contained a single line about how revelations of government informants in the groups prolonged the trial, leaving the Post as the one and only news outlet that specified Tario himself was a longtime informer for law enforcement in a wide range of groups beyond and before the Proud Boys. So before he even was the leader of the Proud Boys, he was a fucking FBI snitch, He's man. A fucking snitch. My God. And how anybody still continued to follow underneath this guy. They knew his history because like because I, he, I pay attention to what the Proud Boys communicate. Just told him. He probably just told him he was a snitch, that he's working with the government. Yeah. Like, They're not going to come for us. I'm fucking working for the government. Yeah, what are you talking they about? They agree you with know? us. They're on our side. <laughs> I mean, if you listen to the podcast Alphabet Boys. <laughs> He got he got uh, recordings, FBI recordings to, uh, provided to him that he, they, he's not supposed to have right from uh, an informant in that podcast. <laughs> so I'm just saying you can hear what the FBI thinks <clears throat> they're doing. And I don't think that they were blinded. <laughs> so I'm sorry. Years. I just I have reason to suspect that they're on the side of the far right. That's just my guess. Hmm. The I don't hell know. You say? <laughs> uh, I haven't. I have. I haven't been reading any journalism about this. No, I mean, it's or... it's only the same fucking problem that's been going on since the goddamn '60s. When the uh, and even before that, right before the FBI was even fucking brought into an office, yeah. you know, Hoover was all about going for the Reds. Yes. You know? <laughs> it yes, it's all the way back. It's all the way back. One would argue it's why they were created. Pinkertons <laughs> and spying on and anarchist like like. Oh, you, th- you think Woody Guthrie had a good time with the three letter agency people? Yeah, <laughs> there wasn't an FBI um, back then. I'm fucking, just saying, fucking Harry Belafonte. Yep. Like people are like, oh, yeah, I liked him in the Beetlejuice because he did those two songs. I'm like, did you pay attention to any of the civil rights shit that he did? Like hardcore. He funded <laughs> doc, like he funded like the civil rights movement, like Dr. King and him were apparently very good friends. Yep. And um, like 
really deeply good friends. Uh, fun fact, Harry Belafonte is an atheist. And, nice. uh, <laughs> I know. And, uh, so him and Dr. King used to debate religion when they were having fun. Oh, I'd love to hear those tapes. I you know. know. <laughs> uh, Dr. King did convince him of, uh, nonviolence as a tactic. Yeah. And, like, got him on, cause, uh, Harry Belafonte had been, like, in leftist organizing before that. Right. For a long time. Um, but Dr. King got him on board with like his particular project and they were very good friends. Apparently um, it's very, he's still, he's the, it's very sad, sad stuff. Yep. Um, so uh, Tario's own lawyer called him a prolific informer back in 2014 before we even started the show. <laughs> oh my God. Oh my God. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's a wonder like, Oh, he had to miss January 6th because he got, kicked out of F- kicked out of Washington DC sure, because he got picked happens. up he got picked up for having magazines that he was trying to sell to people, you know, or bring to members like no, 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 no. They knew this shit was going to be going down and they pulled him away from it. That's what it seems like. Yeah, yeah. We are speculating wildly. We're speculating. I mean, come arrest me FBI, I don't care. <laughs> I too. <laughs> We're I'll speculating. Get three hots in a cot, that's fine. <laughs> I get some yard time. That's fine. <laughs> okay, so uh, I want to talk about. No, uh, wait. I'm sorry. Did they what? How? <laughs> okay. Felicia's reading the headline that we have here. This is from the Wall Street Journal, which I fucking hate as a news source. For sure, it's conservative <laughs> trash. Yeah, because at the very top of, the, of like this website, like they even have a ticker for stocks, and I'm like, gross, dude. <laughs> God. the The article is titled. Can a state flag be too woke? How? <laughs> what does that mean? It is a literal like red, white, and blue flag with mountain shapes and a beehive. It's it's with yellow. The beehive is in yellow. <laughs> is it the hexagon? Is that the problem? What is the what's woke about it? <laughs> By the way, no one gave a shit about the state flag. Like, no, no, not until much af- much later than after it passed. Then also, they started coming out for signing fucking petitions and it failed terribly. Yeah, and- who cares about that? Nobody cares. Nobody cares about the state flag, you guys. Like- I, I ran I ran across one of them when I was going into a Sam's Club one day. Oh. And they were trying to get my signature for the fucking petition. Why do I care? <laughs> and they're like, do you want to sign this petition about this flag? And I'm like, no, no, I actually like the new flag. <laughs> I said to him, he's like, yeah, but don't you think we have the right to vote on it? I Let me tell you something. And I'm you. like, that's why we have representative government. I voted for the person that says that they wanted the new flag. So therefore, that's what happened. Let me tell you something, buddy. <laughs> I don't give two fucks. I don't give a fuck about, about the, state, the flag. state flag. They could make it the community butthole and I would support it. Then I would support it. <laughs> that would be great. So the, the story is even better because like he started going off about the hood. Don't you think we should be able to? And I'm like, yes, as I walked away <laughs> <laughs> yeah! through, the, through the door. And I'm like, uh-huh. Oh and my, my wife's like, was he still talking to you? I'm like, he's probably still is. But I walked away. <laughs> I don't have to stand there and listen to this shit. <laughs> your freedom of speech also means I don't have to. I don't have to. to listen to your shit. <laughs> I got to involve myself and be like, no, I like the new flag. Fuck off. <laughs> Anyway, so Utah's state flag has always featured a beehive, a symbol of the early Mormons used for everyone working together. Socialists. Even in their old history, they weren't. I know. I know what they did. They borrowed ideas from socialism. 
So when the state moved to adopt a new flag, it struck a hornet's nest. Fuck you, Wall Street Journal. Wow. Incredible writing. A real flap, it says. What? Damn it, I hate this. What? A real flap? Like it's a cause to flap in the, in the state, you know? Oh. That kind of flap. It's dumb, dumb political cartoon. That was cartoon. not a good, that it's was not, not a good, joke, a good man. play on words. <laughs> nope. A bill signed into law in March that said that a redesigned flag replacing the one from 1911 will start flying above the Capitol early next year alongside the former flag. Now dubbed the historic Alongside the God. former flag. You guys are such babies. <laughs> I have real problems in my life that I have to worry about. I don't care about. about yeah, I still got to work 40 so I, hours a week. I still got to fucking yeah. drive places that I don't want to go to. Yeah, I have a headlight out. That's a real problem. <laughs> Uh, so proponents say it replaces a dowdy and unremarkable flag showing the state's seal with a vibrant banner that stands out. It's a flag. Mike Schultz, who's the majority leader of the House of Representatives, who has a large flagpole in front of his home. Why is that important? We had a sucky flag. Now we have a cool flag. Jesus Christ, man. Get our, real problem. Our legislature is nine-year-olds. Nine-year-old. Nine-year-old men. Nine-year-olds. <laughs> But a long shot campaign is an underway to undo all that and keep the old flag with supporters accusing the new flag proponents of waving away Utah's history and even an embracing woke politics. No, what? <laughs> what's woke about it? Explain to me. Explain to me what's woke about it. Spencer Cox goes, I should have known better. I was hoping that this would be a thing that brings people together. Yeah, you should have known better, Spencer. You take away our porn and you give us a shitty flag. A shitty flag. <laughs> Fuck you, Spencer. Uh, the path to the new Utah flag involved years of effort in the legislature. We had one in the studio. We haven't. We don't have it hung up right now. But we Kyle bought one of these like when it was a proposal, oh. and it didn't have the beehive on it. Oh. So they added in the beehive to it. And so oh. because that was a Spencer Cox thing, he said, I did lay the law down on the beehive. He threatened to veto any design that didn't have one. Oh my God, you guys suck so bad. Get real problems. Because <laughs> it honors the pioneers who arrived in the Salt Lake Valley you guys, in 1847. You guys, the Salt Lake is drying up and it's going to kill us all. Also, I'm just saying. Quit sucking your ancestors' dicks, man. I Can know. we stop doing this no, shit? No, that's just Mormon, though. Like- uh, yeah. <laughs> The new flag, I don't care about how it looks. Uh, Why is it woke? The governors recognize the need for a new flag. I don't care about that. We jokingly call those SOB flags. That's a seal on a bed sheet, said Ted Kay, a vexologist, a flag scholar. Okay, so he's like, the old flag looked like shit because it was the state seal just on the fucking blue background. Oh, I don't care. If you're a vexiologist, get a real fucking hobby. My God. Gun- making Gundams is a lot better, man. You get you can at least articulate them instead of being a flag, dude. Uh, it didn't look good from a distance. I don't care. None of this is real problems. Scroll- what makes it? Scroll down. The compiler of a design booklet called Good Flag, Bad Flag. <laughs> what the fuck? It's a good, good, bad, uh, good, bad, bad name, bad, bad name. <laughs> Uh, Chad Saunders, a marketing account executive, is unhappy about how the process worked and that the new flag removed the date 1847 and other pioneer symbols marking when Brigham Young led Mormon pioneers into the Salt Lake Valley. It's got your fucking beehive, you big babies. They don't want to be looked at as old with our women's hair tied up in buns and wearing gingham, he said. 
yeah, we don't. Nobody dresses like that anymore, man. It's just the it's just the cult members. Brandon Beckham sponsored a resolution at the state Republican convention last month. Ugh. That had that had fucking uh, Ron Dirty Sanchez at the. Yes, <laughs> that's who he is to me nowadays. He's got just a shit smear. That's all he is to me. Uh, he to the erasure of American history that is engulfing our country is what the wokeism is, I guess. Oh, OK, that's a stretch. You are grasping at straws. The original flag has has built in it ideals. Anybody that says ideals, fuck you, dude. Uh, that are true to the founding of the state that are linked to history. Oh my god! He said the new like, design please. is the new design is just a logo. What the old design is just a logo too. <laughs> it's just it's also literally just a logo. It's just a logo. Oh my god! You guys are such big babies. Get real problems. Thank you, Nabisian, for liking my dirty Sanchez joke. Thank you very much. <laughs> Jeff Scholl, a GOP state delegate, said a new flag proponents want to have a version a kid can draw. Talk about dumbing down our society. What's wrong with that, though? <laughs> you know, every kid can draw an American flag. They're not going to get the amount of stars right or the amount of stripes right, that are red they, and white. You know but what they're making. They're going to make red, white, and blue. That's yeah, all it is. Yeah, you get it. You know what it is. <laughs> like, I mean, like, I don't. I just don't care about this. I like, don't fucking care. they want to change the state flag, fine. And then they're like, they want it so kids can draw it. And that's bad. And it's like, you're yeah, dumb. You're dumb. You're all dumb. This, this is resident, so stupid. This resident of West Valley City said, we don't need the woke design. What makes it woke? <laughs> what makes it what? Woke is things conservatives are mad at. Anything that's not conservative. Is That's basically it. the definition. Yes, it's just it's it antonym for conservatism. It's an, yes, it's they used to call it PC and now they, they used woke. to call it Marxism. They used to call it socialism. They used to call it communism. They still now it's just woke. woke. Whatever. You guys are you guys are the, the most pathetic baby brains. I swear to God, it's a <laughs> flag. It's a fucking flag. Get real problems. Like, I swear to God, get real problems. Like, I don't care. I, I think it's silly that the state wanted to work this fucking hard on getting a new flag. It's a waste of time. And I think it's silly that these guys are bitching about it because there's a new flag now. All of you are silly. It, flags don't mean anything. Here's I the, say that with a flag behind me. But, like, literally, this one doesn't do anything, you guys. It's just... It's, it's decoration, so it's not foam on the wall. That's all That's just, all this shit behind me is, And, like, dude. yes, I am, I am a proud bisexual. Yeah. Uh, but, like, it's just... It, it doesn't do anything, you guys. It's just cloth. I don't... Like, if, if The if flag doesn't flap to, and a gay gets its wings. Right. You know? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> if somebody wants to design a different bisexual flag, I am fine with this and will, right. it would be how, fine. How often has the pride flag been updated that we have on the opposite wall that's behind Kyle here? It's many, like, many times. Because the original one was owned by a guy that's a fucking copyright whore. You like, know, it, does that, not, it does not matter. Fine. We're going to make it different. Fuck you. We're going to create our own Do thing, different so. flags. I don't give a shit. I'm just saying, like, if it took <laughs> this much work. At the state legislature, when there so are ridiculous. real problems, <laughs> that's stupid. It's just, it's just, it's just a flag. It's just, it shouldn't be this. It honestly, honestly, I think that if we're going to pretend that the state has any legitimacy or whatever, this should have been an administrative thing that they were like, the governor went and said, I need a new flag designed. And then they did it. And then there was like people who submitted designs 
and then like somebody picked it. Like and somebody it's flying alongside the old one. That's yeah. the thing that's weird they're, to me. Oh my god, they're such babies. <laughs> Listen to this guy, Mr. Schultz, who's a state legislator who's a big supporter of the flag, uh, arrived at this position by a roundabout route. After the 2020 election, it took me about four months or so to take down the Trump flag that he was flying in front of his house because I was in denial, the Republican leader Do you have a flag? I ran the Utah flag afterward, and I thought to myself, it looks like crap. (laughs) He's not concerned about it being woke but it's just, you guys are such weirdos about so flags weird. <laughs> like and you get so mad about gay rights flags and like but like honestly they're just like fun for us like they're just for fun they're yeah. just for fun it's just like neat i am and, proud to be queer. yeah i get to have my own little colors that i get yeah to have it's on fun things, you know it's just for fun <laughs> um and you guys are like uh, trump and like you guys are obsessed with your fucking flags it's do you have a flag I've got a guy. In Eddie my... got it right all those years ago in Dress to Kill. <laughs> she was right then. She's right now. It's all about flags. I've got a guy in my neighborhood that flies a flag on his fucking flagpole in front of his house. This is my neighbor is a Karen. <laughs> That's pretty funny. That's funny. But at the same time, I'm like, why? <laughs> um, you, the, you can fly the pirate. The is it Jolly petty Roger, HOA like, shit? You know, is that uh, HOAs are a night. We don't have an HOA in our, our neighborhood. Oh, thank that's God. good. So, <sighs> yeah, nobody tells me what kind of fence I can fucking have. We also not, don't so. have an HOA. Yeah, thank goodness, you know. I, right. If I wanted petty fucking tyrants, I would live in one of those. <laughs> oh, my God. Nightmares. <laughs> so the last one that I want to get to is more of a feel-good story. Okay. Uh, that it, the, if We shit on the FBI earlier. For sure. But they also caught someone new from the January 6th insurrection because uh, a former boyfriend saw this girl on the picture and he said, hey, wait a minute. I used to date her. (laughs) (laughs) I'd stop dead in my tracks. I'm like, that's Ginny, (laughs) he said. So the FBI didn't do shit. Some guy did. Some guy did this work for him. So he's like, the report states he sent a tip into the FBI. And on Monday, he said he got a call from the bureau confirming that they were investigating her. Yeah. (laughs) We got your report, but. We didn't know the name, but well, we were totally doing it first. We were doing that first. <laughs> you, yeah, it, it wasn't you. So after hearing back from the FBI, he took the social media to retweet her picture with the caption saying, I used to date this girl in 2019, LOL, <laughs> <laughs> which he later deleted. Uh, it's funnier to leave it out there, man. I would have retweeted that one. <laughs> As for his relationship with her, he told NBC. Well, we we weren't like trying to get married or anything. We were hooking up for a few months. <laughs> See, this is why casual sex is good. You can you meet a whole bunch of people, and when one of them tries, one of them becomes a terrorist the, to overthrow the government for a fascist dictatorship, you can be like that one. I know that See? lady. She this sucks. is why this is why we have we fuck multiple people throughout our lives. If you're into fucking, is all I'm saying. All right, so anyway, let me... <laughs> that about does her. Wraps her all up. And it was a pretty good story, don't you think? Made me laugh to beat the band. Parts, anyway. I guess that's the way the whole darn human comedy keeps perpetuating itself. Down through the generations. Westward the wagons. Across the sands of time until we... Oh, look at me. I'm rambling again. Well, I hope you folks enjoyed yourselves. 
Catch you later on down the trail. Say, friend, get any more of that good stuff? Let's go ahead and wrap this one up, Felicia. We've gone long. Yeah, we have. <laughs> uh, let's see. Let's do some homework. What do you got that you want people to the check family. out? The family. Go check out The Family. <laughs> the Family okay. by <laughs> Jeff Charlotte. I guess watch the Netflix series. I can't say that. I haven't watched it yet. I yeah. will, but like. I've heard good. I I've just, heard it's good. I just, I just haven't gotten around to it. Just uh, <laughs> the book was incredible and terrifying. I'm just saying, I don't know. Just be able to steal yourself. Take breaks as needed because it's pretty freaky. Yeah. So uh, mine's going to be pretty quick. Uh, you've, you know the game Horizon Zero Dawn. You ever heard of that one, Felicia? Did you ever play that uh, one? Oh, yeah. Yes. So that's the picture of the lady yes, on the yeah, wall Yeah, I know. Here. Rogers played it. So fantastic game. Good game. And then they came out with a sequel. It's the reason I bought my PS5. Oh. And I was like, I'll get around to it eventually. Well, I've been getting around to it. And I talked yeah. about it when Kyle was here last week or two weeks ago. If that gives you an indication of how long this game really is. That's that a long game. I have been pumping every free moment into this game that I have. I am 40 hours into this game, and it's I checked the completion percentage because it tells you that on the yeah. stats menu, 38%. Jesus Christ! I'm like, oh my God. That's too long. I get so bored. No, here's the thing. If you, if you just do the story missions oh. and stuff, yeah, you could probably finish it in 30-something hours. But my brain won't let me do that like you could bypass all the bad guys when you're going through the game but i'm like that's not how i work <laughs> i gotta sneak up on all quest and you're like well, no i've I gotta, gotta go take care of this person I, I can't just leave them i gotta know what these three keys that i had to search for open for what what kind of thing does it give me i hope it's a cool thing and it's, <laughs> it's a piece of shit dumb tool that i'm never going to use in the Incredible. fucking game but <laughs> Although I love it, I love the collectibles in like yeah. uh, in certain games, like especially like if they're like fun little artifacts. Yeah, this one's cool because you get collectibles where it's like just a view because the game is that gorgeous. Oh, and so like your home base thing, you could set up this giant like dome theater to like be the place where this drone was flying around. You're like, and I'm just standing there just looking at it, and I'm like, this is real pretty. And I'm like, wait, I live in a state that looks exactly like this. Why the fuck don't I just go outside? <laughs> well, it's because of the air quality. If the air quality is bad, you can't see those mountains. Well, also, you know that. I'm also, I don't want to drive five fucking hours to go see painted desert you know? right <laughs> and deal with pretty. all the tourists you know? i saw painted desert from a private jet once <sighs> and it's, it's great because this takes place like in an area that's basically like arizona nevada california like they compress it they make it tinier because you can't oh. actually so it's like and there's like places where it's kind of like utah up there where it's very Ooh. pretty snowy and everything and but it's weird to me that they went through so much work to make this game that they have native species of bird to like this area where I'm walking around and it's like dawn time and you hear these birds start chirping. And I'm like, motherfucker, hey, that's what it sounds like outside in the morning. I know that sound. <laughs> <laughs> it's uh, it's like, one of those nice little touches where I'm like, well, thank you for giving a shit about it, this it's area. Like, uh, you know? It's like watching, uh, it's like pl playing last of us or watching the show. And you're mm -hmm. like, like, there's the uncanny value where you're like, okay, that is Salt Lake. I know exactly what that is. I know where they would have taken that I picture. I see that. <laughs> and then, like, you turn a corner and you're like, not at all. <laughs> like <laughs> That's Vancouver. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's, it's like, like that they're, uncanny valley. They're walking Salt along Lake. downtown in Last of Us, just to bring it up. Yeah. Last of Us. And then they get to that area. It's not spoilers, guys. But there's, like, giraffes just yeah. chilling in the middle of town. I'm like, well, if they were a little bit further 
down, I bet you there would be Maybe. more of them. You know, it gets pretty cold here, and I don't think giraffes. Are I don't cold think they would survive very animals. well here, like as long as they had been in that game. Right? Yeah, like there. I don't. Are giraffes cold weather animals? You know what? Uh, get in the comments. Yeah, let us know um, about that. But yeah, let us know. Actually, so Horizon Zero Dawn Forbidden West is a fantastic fucking game. It's a good cool. compliment to the first one because the first one ended with a big cliffhanger. Right. And it picks up right after that one, and and like. I don't mind it when people give me episodic stuff when it's 70 hours of gameplay, you know, That's so much. It's good. It's good shit because for completionists like me, I get to go, uh, let's see. I got this giant map. Where's okay. There's a question mark right there. I'm going to spend 20 minutes walking there to figure out what the fuck this thing. Is. <gasps> oh boy. But I need that. I need to right. be able to escape into something because sometimes reality fucking sucks, man. What? <laughs> no, everything's great. If this interests are to be believed, this is the best it could possibly we could possibly hope for. I love that, and therefore you should not complain about anything ever. I love that the Bo Burnham song for Joe Biden is making a comeback right now. <laughs> Joe Biden, are they really gonna make, make me, me vote, vote for, for Joe, Joe Biden? Biden. <laughs> uh, I do, do, do. Did you catch when conservatives were like trying to own libs, and they were like, "Do you even know what he's saying in the song?" It's like, yes, that's why we like it. <laughs> yeah we don't we don't like we don't like joe like no we don't fall in love with our fucking politicians i mean there is the blue they're, maga they're people the, that are like yeah. way too into joe biden joe biden it's like any one of these people that like think that trump is going to face any kind of consequences <laughs> uh, yeah i'm i don't know this trial is it's, it's wild but he's also an ex-president so <laughs> they're not yeah, going to be putting him into a fucking federal prison no, it's a civil you, case yeah like but i'm just saying like <laughs> go saying. for his money <laughs> yeah <laughs> That'll um, hurt him. i don't think this is good i don't think that trial is going to go great for him is all i'm saying um and that's why tucker carlson's not going to be picked up by any other network because he is radioactive lawsuit wise <laughs> well and he's also he's also been doing his own date like tucker carlson live oh. like own video thing that he's putting out there i don't know where he's putting it but i saw it on twitter and it's conservative men hanging out in a wooden fucking paneled room talking about shit and i'm like god because Dave from uh, Echoplex Media, love those guys over there, but Dave and uh, uh, Media Winch are always talking about, why is it always white dudes in wood-paneled rooms that do weird shit? Because, like, Brett Weinstein does a fucking show They like are that. obsessed with their the, wood-paneled rooms. It's very weird. The Dark Horse podcast records in a fucking wood-paneled room. I don't too. get it. I don't get it. <laughs> Jordan, uh, uh, what the fuck is his name? Jordan B. Peterson does shit in wood-paneled rooms. It's like... Does he? I thought sat more in like the 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 the, the other people's studios he's, yeah he sat in chairs that were too big for him oh, that make him he thinks look like intellectual or something the fucking like high back chairs yes <laughs> that's what he likes to sit in and then he likes to sit there and go what rules you sons of bitches <laughs> yours what moralist We'll see who cancels who. That Andrew Tate fucking my fake thing. manhood shit. Where yes, it's just, he's in what he likes this wood panels. It's it's like Doug. What, was it Douglas Arini? What was his, what was oh, his first Douglas? Name? Yeah. Uh, was his first name Doug? I don't know. Dave Davis Arini. Davis, Davis Arini. Davis Arini with his. It was performative manhood he that he never had. Drink He'd never drank that goddamn whiskey with the fucking ice cube in it. God. Oh my god! <laughs> it's just one. Eye. It's just the, oh, so cute. It's so he was adorable. He was adorable. Go, guys, Google Davis Arini if he you want to so laugh. So funny. God damn it! I would say Google Coach Red Pill too because he got caught by Ukrainians disseminating oh, Russian yeah! propaganda. 
Oh, man. There's been a lot this week. All right. It's we got to go. Week. All right, guys. We'll talk to you next week. We'll see you then. I don't have plenty of things to say. Bye, y'all. What is no Chase?